know why you smoke these now. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, are we on? Yeah, hey. we're on. Yeah. Hey. Which one are you smoking? The Perla Del Mar. Ah, the that's, that's mine. That's, yeah, I know. Oh, you were talking to me. Yeah. Ah. I know why you get these all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, Super we good. are back to the Three Dudes Show. Hey. We it's, are. It's mm-hmm. been a while, guys. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, since we yeah, yeah, it's been about two weeks mm-hmm. uh, since our yeah, last it episode. It feels like so much longer than it that. It feels like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the very first time. Yeah. It feels I could suck in a nerd sack. <laughs> Put my finger in your butt. <laughs> Ah, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's what they were missing. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, guys, you guys satisfied already? You're welcome, foreigner. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we are back with another episode. It's, uh, it's, uh, I'm excited about this. I'm feeling pretty good. I was gone for it. The reason we didn't do this is I was out of town. Um, <laughs> I can't talk too much on this podcast yeah. about what I was doing. Way the fuck out of town. Yeah, yeah way the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, so if you want to find out exactly what Dave was doing, yes. listen to tomorrow night's Goose Chase, which yes. will... Be issued tomorrow night. (laughs) I don't know what date it is. I'll be talking a little bit about it, but in short, uh, what I will say is I was gone on a real-life treasure hunt in Mm -hmm. the Rockies. Yeah. There's lots to talk about. (laughs) Uh, I will be telling Christy all about it on Goose Chase. I'm looking forward to that episode. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, there's a lot of cool stories and stuff, so I look forward to that. A little mystery for you guys there. I know, I I will tell you that I know for a fact Bo is an avid listener of Goose Chase. Oh, really? As well as this podcast. That's awesome. I'm sure he'll be happy to listen to both of these and and, uh, hear hear your story. Yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, Bo, you are in for for a real wild one. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Wild one. (laughs) Uh, But uh, as always, regardless of what good things befall us, what distractions come our way, what fortune lands in our lap, we are always... I'm going to hold you up right there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I was doing such a good intro. I know, you were, too. fucking edging me, man. I know, right? (laughs) I got all... I needed to say the fuck word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is our 50th episode of uh, the it Three Dude is. Cast. Yes. So it is. We've done 50 to, of these fucking let's, uh, things. Let's give it a little... Uh, I'm surprised it's actually not more. To the boys. I just it, took a drink. Has it really only a, been 50? One. To you boys. It's been 50, yeah. I'm surprised it's not more. We keep taking time off. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But yeah. We, gotta, we gotta find a way to bridge the gap when we have time off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out. Tell you what, actually, I think Goose Chase is catching up. Mm-hmm. We we started Goose Chase like yeah, six months are, after this podcast. Yeah, you guys are going hard in the paint. Yeah, yeah. we've been pretty consistent. Mm. Um, anyway, we're fucked, right? Thanks everybody for listening for fifty. <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate it. I, you know yes. what? It's been a rewarding experience getting to do this, getting to know you guys better, even than maybe we would if we didn't just <laughs> do this show. You know? Yeah, right. For like, sure. We find yeah. things to talk about that we otherwise never would have. So it's, yeah, it's a really I, good yeah. exercise in friendship. I think yeah. I think there's there's various avenues to to uh, achieve that kind of necessary component of a true friendship. And a yeah. lot of people will do it through things like going fishing on, on a given day of the week or... Mm-hmm. or what have you, and then this is just how we do it. Right, right. right. This is our. We do this, it. With, we do it with technology and, and smoking <laughs> and drinking in a basement. Right. Yeah, right. This is our That's day the on dream. a boat. That's yeah. the dream. Yeah, it really is. 
Uh, so, obviously, uh, as I was saying, we are super fucked. It's super clear to me how fucked we are. Uh, but I would like to uh, give this one to Chris, if you wouldn't mind starting. <laughs> Psych! Uh, it's been a while since we've done the it's bait and switch. It's been a while! <laughs> uh, yes, uh, so we are fucked this week because uh, I think we've talked about how uh, everybody is finding stuff to be offended about. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's like every week. It's something exciting and uh, new. So I, the, I was just talking with someone earlier today, actually, about Last Jedi and how people people go out of their way to find stuff wrong with the movie. And there's, there's enough wrong with the movie to talk about on sure, its own. Sure. But, but people go far out of their way to, you know, to, you know. Nitpick every little thing. Of course. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with just being like, yeah, I didn't like the movie that much. That's okay. You're okay to even have reasons why you didn't like it, but yeah. to just sit there and go, um, actually, <laughs> I don't remember think... so many women in my Star yeah. Wars. You <laughs> know, it's almost like there's an equal amount of human beings. <laughs> it's almost as if 50% of the planet's population is not dudes. <laughs> right. It's almost wow. as if. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so we're fucked because people are once again inventing things to be offended by. Uh-huh. And I read an article this week. Like you do. That was on N- uh, NPR. Yeah. Uh, and it was, um, uh, there's a, a small, here's what I think is happening. They said that there's a movement out there to change something. And I don't think it's actually a movement. I think it's one dumb asshole on his computer, and it's a slow news day, and that's what they put out. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, so they want, the, there's a movement for people to create a gender-neutral voice for Google Home and Siri. What? Or, and, oh, uh, Siri and Alexa, excuse me. Siri and Alexa are already gender-neutral. They're robots. Exactly. <laughs> That's my point. Okay. So so there's, they're like, well, why does it have to be women? Why, why does it... And like... And of course, when you you never read the comments, right? You never read... Because why Dude, would you do that? But on this article, you have Why would to. you torture yourself? See, I... I and it's... <laughs> I could, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. it's okay. Uh... It's filled with people. Oh, you, we, we were, we're activating that by talking about. Oh, that. really? Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, we're activating buddy. your voice search. Oops. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was like, okay, Google. <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 I'm fine. Uh, Google fat butts. <laughs> Don't Google fat butts. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, here's a top result for fast. <laughs> fast, fast butts. <laughs> fast butts at Ridgemont. <laughs> <laughs> Just like some like supercharged butts, That's man. What? Like ripping oh, around the you speedway. Dick. <laughs> no, see, I I can see two I can see two kinds of people being offended by this. One who who think that like the fact that both voices are women mean that by women by default. I think I think uh, you can change the voice. You can. <laughs> That's the um, other thing here. You, uh, you can. But I th- I think the one side who thinks that uh, because the default is a woman, it means that like women are subservient creatures and and yes. they exist only to fetch you search results. Uh, and the other and the other being, uh, I don't want women in my technology. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that weird that so, like both both sort of whatever the rough camps are. They could both be upset by it. Yeah, sure. and what does a gender-neutral voice sound I like? I don't know, but like <laughs> I, you're looking at the comments, and I'm thinking I'm gonna have somebody who's like, "All right, come on, like this isn't news. This is just stupid." Right. And it's just it's line after line of people being like, "Well, yeah, we should definitely have that." Like, <laughs> like, oh my god, but like why? Why? Why does it matter? <laughs> so like, it th- doesn't. Th- it shouldn't. It doesn't matter, at, right? At Am I crazy? I O didn't they announce that they're gonna release a voice pack for Google search? That's the voice of John Legend, right? 
That sounds okay. awesome. Which is super cool. Yeah. I would totally want John Legend to you, be You, you already have like four sure. voice options for Google Home. Yeah. Right. I, I know because you, I've, I have it and you can change them. It's a really good question. But, what does a gender neutral voice sound like? But why can't? But why haven't we gotten a Tom Waits voice pack? That's right for Google <laughs> or a Gary Busey voice pack. It's, well, it's, let me <laughs> let me tell you. I went on the internet and I found four thousand nine hundred sixteen images of fat butts at Ridgemont High. <laughs> Man, that's a generous search result. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Gary Busey. <laughs> I was trying to do Tom Waits. Thanks, Tom Waits. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I, I do think this is like, <laughs> I can get generally why people are like, well, yeah, it shouldn't just be women's voices, but it's like it doesn't have to be. It's a, it's a, it's a chosen default. But, I mean, you know, what does it, what does it, what does it, what does it what matter? What does it hurt anybody? I what does it matter? It's a robot. It's a fucking robot. It's a friendly, it's a friendly, <laughs> it has no rights. Well, the, the idea is like, uh, People are being like, well, you know, it's just a, another, it's it's a way to make a woman subservient. And it's like, that's... For fuck's sake. Even, even for someone who would consider himself a feminist on some level, that's, yeah. a, that's a stretch, man. Isn't I, it that's weird? a stretch. Isn't it weird how far we I are starting both. to... <laughs> Isn't it weird? Nobody knows what that is. Nope, they don't, and they won't. <laughs> and, they, and they won't. Um, it's Sorry. Just, it's just Inside like, jokes. It's like strange to me that anyone, like, you know, the, a search algorithm is neither male nor female. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a thing. You know, it's right. like you said, it's just a robot. It's a robot. Does it, matter? It, doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, it actually it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It actually doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go out on a limb here and, and say that, generally speaking... I think most people would yeah. find the voice of a woman more comforting generally. Which is why they were chosen, incidentally. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it has uh, everything to do with the fact were. that, like, psychologically, people are probably more receptive to hearing a woman's voice. Yeah. It, right. I, yeah. I, th- I think that it's, I think that it feels generally more soothing and welcoming. Welcoming. Right. Um I mean, I, as, I, I, as to why that is, we could, we could go into Freud shit, but right. I don't think. We, right. it doesn't, doesn't, I mean, like, really, really, this is where we're gonna. This is the hill we're gonna die on. Yep. This is the, yep. this is where we're hanging our hats. Is on this this here. No, the you thing know, is, every issue is the thing the the hill people want to die on now. There, there, I mean, there's everything. There's there's like real issues that you could be really mad about. Yeah, it's like like right now there's kids in jail. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Everybody, there's kids in jail right now. Yeah. With no parents, their parents aren't there. They're just yeah. in jail. Yeah. And they have to go to court by themselves and explain themselves. They're like five. That's a, that's a real thing that people yeah. probably should be angry about. Yep. This is not the like what what voice comes out of your talking fancy robot. <laughs> is not it's, something to be mad if about. If you want to be, if you want to take issue with a with a women's issue related to this thing, how about the fact? How about the overwhelming like lack of women working for companies like Google, right. Apple? Yeah, there you that. go. Right. Like if you really want to make if you really want to make a women's issue out of it, about just like worrying about hiring women out there. Right. That would be a thing. That would be a really that'd, I, be, a, that'd be an actual thing you could like have an opinion about. <laughs> I'd even go rally with you. I yeah. mean, like that's that's a that's a real thing that you could be angry about. And every most not everybody, but most people would I would say a vast majority of people would go, Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, we're with you. <laughs> no, definitely not everybody. Not ever. Definitely not everybody. No. Definitely not everybody. But it's just like okay. Well, if, well, if, if women want tech jobs, they should stop all going for liberal arts degrees. At, yeah. the, at the least, it's an issue worth talking about because it involves actual humans. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You can <laughs> right. you can have an opinion on either side of that and probably justify yourself really well. Right. But at least it has to do with people. You yeah. could die on that hill and, and nobody would really fault you for that. You, you could you, you could be forgiven for having an opinion. One way or the right. other. You know who doesn't give a shit about how the voice sounds? Siri. Yeah. Right. Siri don't give a shit. Because Siri can't. Because Siri's not a person. Siri's a goddamn robot. Right. You should stop caring so and much about like, what Siri sounds like. And it's like, like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ring this bell here, right? All right. Yeah. It's just, it's just liberal people. It's just, it's just liberals. Hey, you know, and in particular, it really it's just the really far left wacko liberals yeah. who are ruining everything for the rest of us. It's, for it's sure. people like for us sure. about, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. People, people less. who think, people who are like sophomores in college and think they've got the world figured out. Correct. Yep. They, hey, they, remember how good that felt? Yeah. Like, remember, remember that? <laughs> Every, everyone else is blind to these injustices, and then you you get to be an adult, and it's like, like oh no, oh, they, oh wait, right? There's like millions of kids in this country that are starving to death. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there are actually there are actually people are worried about the right things. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's, this, now, real talk though, I would totally. Switch. Uh, I don't have an Alexa or, or a Google Home or a, a Siri or whatever, but right. I would totally switch it over to an Optimus Prime voice pack if that existed. Yeah. Accurate <laughs> search results are the f- right of all sentient beings. Do you remember how right before AOL basically was not what people used? They had like all these <laughs> voice packs for AOL. Mm, I don't. Actually. You don't remember that? What for like the you got mail sound? <clears throat> Four things AOL said to you. Welcome. You've got mail. Files done and goodbye. 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 The four things it said to you, and you could get Austin Powers to say them. Good boy. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, man. I've got mail, baby. Awesome. Like, that was the thing you could do. I wonder <laughs> if this spells out doom and gloom for yeah. these companies. Trey early 2000s, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, but no, that's that's why we're fucked, is because it, it, people, I'm, I'm saying people here, I mean liberals. Yeah, um, are, are and not just liberals, but like a very specific set of bored liberals. Yeah, bored liberals. A very specific set of bored liberals that live in an internet echo chamber. Yes, mm-hmm. and and hear only the things they agree with. Yeah, and again, worth noting for this show, all of us are at least left of center. I think everybody so, but now. Si- I don't know. Everybody sitting at this table, <laughs> of all of us, Ben is probably the most liberal. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, I don't know where you're at. I don't know. I'm like, okay, here's middle, here's left, <laughs> here's right. Yeah. I'm like right here. I don't know. You know I'm like I don't know. right here. Well, I'm, I'm finding myself around that area. Yeah. I, 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 no one listening can tell what you just hand gestured, but let's say like uh, 60%. I, I, 60, per, 60, 40. Yeah. Right? Well, it's like I, I like I suppose it would boil down to <clears> like... Uh, <throat> uh, I don't know. There's no real accurate litmus test because your opinions on various things can be all over the place, and, exactly. and you can be you can be in multiple places on the spectrum at you, various points. You're more intellectually honest if you are. Time Warner sure. Cable is now Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Redefining what a cable company could be. Redefining what autism. Could Time be. Warner is now on the spectrum. I'm Mr. Bucket. <laughs> I'm Mr. Autism. <laughs> Switching over your cable. I'm Mr. Autism. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, well, then well. why are we fucked? Um, tell me, we're fucked. Um, 
So I went uh, last week. You were out of town, so uh, Chris and I went with Alec and Aubrey to go see Deadpool Two. Yeah, which I can't wait to see that movie. It is fucking hilarious. If you want to go, yeah. I'm sure we can all go again. It would be my third time and Alex's <laughs> fourth time. Oh my god! His and Aubrey's <laughs> second time. Yeah, yeah um, go see this. I don't yeah. know how much longer it's going to be because the only yeah, right. the only uh, Regal's the only place is playing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Town is playing it, but it wasn't at a good time, so we ended up going um, uh, to uh, Cinema South Boardman. Okay. Um, and it and it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, very funny. You know, at the um, at the start of the credit sequence, they've got like the graphics credits, and then like before, sure. and then they'll show a scene, and then they go into like the all the second unit and CGI shit. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh, between those credit segments, like after the graphical credits, they'll usually have a scene, and they they stop doing it at the very end. Uh, uh, but now they've they've got one after those main credits, uh, mm. and Deadpool 2's post credit scene is incredible. It's really? very good. Really? It's very good. <laughs> if you're if you're oh, even had, remotely, it, yeah, I can't I can't even. If you're even remotely into Marvel movies, yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna love it. Oh, it had me fucking dying. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> I can't wait to see this movie. Um, yeah, Josh Brolin as Cable is fantastic. Very good. Um. Yeah. Early recommendation, see Deadpool 2. It's not yeah. going to be in theaters much longer, but uh, I'm sure it'll be at the cheap theater. Yeah. It'll be at the dollar theater soon. So, yeah, we can still go see it together. Nice. So, anyway, um, we went to go see Deadpool 2 this past Tuesday. And uh, this viewing experience, uh, uh, according to Chris, was a lot better than his, his previous one. Yes. Um, because, uh, and and I, I was talking earlier, we share this sentiment, but, but Chris was the one that voiced it. At, at really, really funny movies, people seem to be afraid to laugh anymore. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. It's a, it's a noticeable thing. It, yeah. You know what? It's, isn't that weird? Because it's like, it, it feels like, I, I remember being a kid, and like, if you were at a comedy, generally speaking, the theater was laughing. Laughing, right. Yeah. Because they wanted to. That's the real thing. Is yeah. People laugh at events like this because they want to. That's why people right. laugh at a stand-up show. That's why right. they laugh, you know, when they're... Yeah. They, They've gone with the expectation that they're going to be entertained, and laughter is part of that experience. Yeah. Right? Now, my theory is there are, there are people who just don't laugh because they feel that they're going to be rude to people in the audience. Yes, but like, I agree. Oh, yeah. But see, a well-constructed movie is, is going to have its editing set up to where there are gaps to allow for laughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. There, there's going to be non-vital dialogue during points where people are laughing. Right. That's why, you know, you can't have like a sudden tone shift or, you know, they'll... they'll They'll bring the mood to where it needs to be so that you can hear whatever dialogue you need to yeah. hear. And if there's hilarious shit happening, none of the dialogue is going to be important during right. it. You know? right. But it's also like you're in, a, you're in a theater. The speakers are loud. Even like if the person next to you is laughing, you can generally hear what's going on. Oh, right? yeah. 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 When, we went, when we went there, the movie was like a quarter full. Not even a quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and yeah, people, most people there were were laughing pretty generously. Yeah. yeah. Aubrey absolutely was. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. There's a, there's a great extended line of dialogue in there from uh, Dopinder, the taxi driver, mm. about uh, Interview with the Vampire, <laughs> which is one of Aubrey's favorite movies. And, and she, <laughs> she, she was just fucking dying. Um, but yeah, people... You got to go to experience the movie, and this is what like like we went to see Jaws. Yeah, uh, when they when they had that uh, that Fathom event when we, when we went to they see do Jaws. the live uh, sort of like anniversary kind of thing. I or love whatever. those. I love those. Those are so cool. 
And those are great because the audience that goes to see those things are the ones that really, really love movies. Yeah, yeah. Fan, fans always, of film. Right. Always that movie, at least. Yeah, yeah. probably big movie. People, people clapped at the end. People cheered when when Brody <laughs> shot the yeah. tank. You son of a bitch. Smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, people actually started cheering and applauding yeah, I mean, when yeah. that happened. Yeah, because you want the you want that fucking shark dead. Yeah. yeah, that that movie has one of my favorite shots in cinema history when he's chumming the water with the cigarette yes. in his mouth. Oh yeah, and then he does that. Like, yeah, right like, behind him, it comes up, and then yeah. he just cuts yeah. back to him going, <laughs> he, like, jumps up out of the frame. That's one of my favorite shots. Doesn't he have, like, so a good. cigarette in his cigarette mouth, too? dipping out of his he's mouth. Just like, yeah. He, just, he, does, he does, like, uh, the, the uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, so right before the iconic, you're going to need a bigger boat. Mm -hmm. Ben, I feel like your favorite shot from that movie is that really cool sort of, like, zoom pull perspective. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, yeah, where it, where it tracks forward <clears throat> and zooms out. outwards. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. At the same time, and it makes this weird distortion effect. And they don't do another shot like that in the whole movie. It's right. it, it it's deliberately unsettling and jarring. That's filmmaking genius. It's yeah. it's just like you get to feel Brody's heart just drop into yeah. his stomach as he sees this person getting fucking destroyed. That off shot the coast. looks like what it feels like when your face goes hot and you realize something's happening. Like right. yeah, it, it looks it, every bit like what that feels. It's like. a brilliant shot. It's it's. Where he's on the beach, and if, yeah, if anyone, if out, anyone right. listening doesn't know what that is, yeah. it's the shot where he's on the Spoiler beach. Spoiler alert: If you've never seen Jaws, yeah, which, why? Right. <laughs> watch Jaws. If you yeah. haven't seen Jaws, watch year old Jaws. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and when we went to that, I, I remember too. Like, not even a single person was was eating their popcorn during yeah. during Quint's uh, Indianapolis oh, yeah. the, monologue. Yeah, the USS Indianapolis. Everyone yeah. was just dead silent, glued to the fucking screen yeah. while he was while God, he was going through that. Classic movie. You gotta when you go to the theater, you have to go in with the expectation that your experiences are the audience ex the audience's experiences right. too. Yeah. So you can't be afraid to laugh. You can't be afraid to laugh when funny shit happens, or right. what, or especially if the movie's supposed to be funny. Yeah, especially a movie like Deadpool, which goes out of its way <laughs> to make the most horrible jokes it can to make you laugh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, not even horrible jokes, but like blatantly it's, it's crude. It's, it's crass. crude. It's, it's crude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's supposed to be funny. Deadpool's regenerative powers give him the advantage of. You know, being able to chop off a limb and right. and to have comedy result from it, yeah, right. <laughs> because it's gonna grow back yeah. and it's gonna be really tiny before it does grow back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, the fucking it. legs! Yeah, right. Does he have little baby legs yeah, at right. one point? <laughs> <laughs> Straight shirt. Oh, it. <laughs> the entire scene oh. revolves around Deadpool's. <laughs> And Josh Brolin's face. Oh, Are it's you, incredible. Oh, please don't do this. <laughs> I got to see this movie. I gotta yeah, see this. Early, early recommendation, go see Deadpool 2. Yeah. And bonus sub-recommendation, fucking laugh. Yeah, you know have what? fun. That's the thing. Have is if, fun if you're the guy the at the theater that, that is, is feeling like people are not having a good enough time, be the one who laughs a that's, little, just a little. That's what I had to be the first time we saw it. Yeah. It took a full 45 minutes for that crowd to loosen up. Yeah. It yeah. was me and Trisha laughing and nobody else. It's so weird. I get that you may think at first you're being rude, but there's a very big difference between laughing at shit that's supposed to be funny yeah. and like calling out, oh no, hey, look behind you. <laughs> He's coming up behind you. Oh no. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh no. Oh, how did he die? I could have avoided that. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Anybody want to go see Stomp the Yard? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't remind me. 
Um, yeah, wow. that's that's why we're fucked. People, people, uh, yeah. the the movie going experience should should be to some extent a communal thing. Yes. Um, uh, and Morty. <laughs> uh, the la- the last movie I saw that was that was actually fairly communal was was Black Panther. Yeah. Communal, 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 yeah. communist, communal, modal. Yeah. <laughs> the last movie I saw that was more of a communal experience was Black Panther because of all the people talking about it when they got out. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I, yes. was ta- I was talking to people about it. Everyone was talking about That's it. That's the best part about going to see a new movie that everybody likes is that when you leave the theater, perfect strangers will stand around and talk about the movie. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen that often. It doesn't often. happen that often but anymore. It, it does, used to happen. When it does, you know you just saw something special. Yeah, God. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I will tell you why I think we're fucked, and why I think we're fucked is that we lack access to some toilet technology that would just <laughs> really. Mwah, Are you just, talking specifically about the bidet? No, I'm not. Bidets but, are incredible. But stick you. with me because okay. I'm about to tell you about my favorite toilet in the whole wide world. <laughs> Sweet God. <laughs> Sweet so, God. So, <laughs> I, so on my trip, that's a sentence I never knew I needed to hear. <laughs> On my trip, we uh, one something crazy happened while we were out. I blew it. I blew a tire. I wasn't hoping to, to blow a tire, right? And but we, you needed the money, and the tire was asking for it. <laughs> and I just I thought, mean, hey, you know, take an opportunity when it comes by. <laughs> um, so anyway, I had to change a tire, and we had to get the, the the tire fixed. And I was two hours from civilization. Yeah, right. So it's like I got to go two hours on a dummy, which was nerve wracking, and it took me from where I was through Utah. Um, <clears throat> which I didn't mm. expect to even go to Utah, but that was the closest place to get my tire fixed. You had to use a Mormon toilet. I had to, <laughs> had to use a Mormon turlet. Twarlet. 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 Am I saying that right? Twarlet. Yeah, T-O-I-R-A-I-E-E-E-A-R-L-L-T. Yes. Twarlet. So... We um, on, the, on the way, we go through this national forest area, and there's a pull-off on the side of the road with a, with a bathroom. <laughs> what? What's funny about this? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had a couple pull-offs on the side of my road in my, <laughs> side of the road in my time. Sometimes you just gotta, well, you told me you hey, never you snuck know. off in Nicole's bathroom and just rub one out. <laughs> Come on, what are when we doing? 13? We're human. We're only human. Right. <clears throat> Why coals, I wonder? I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> Why not coals? Right. Totally not totally not based on the fact. <laughs> a real and specific thing that, that happened, happened from in my, my life. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so there's a toilet on the side of the road. Doesn't seem like much of anything, but it's sort of one of these, the same toilets you see out there everywhere in the national parks areas. They're just chemical toilets, you know, like out in sure. the middle of nowhere. So I pull off at this thing. I go to the bathroom. I sit on the toilet. To my surprise, <laughs> there is a pleasant breeze rolling through that toilet. Oh? Now, this sounds awful. Through through <laughs> through your space or through the space of your butt sheets? Let me explain. What happened is there's a, clearly a ventilation sort of like in, in a place on the outside where they go in and they, they you, know, you pull out the, the waste out of the toilet, right? Uh-huh. But there's it's catching a little breeze. Oh, and so what happens is there's wind that rolls down in there, and then it just blows out of the toilet, right past your butt. Okay, while you're sitting there. So you, like it, it like you t- you telling me it does like a drive by on the balls on the way I'm out. I'm telling you the whole thing just gets a nice. 
Oh, that sounds nice, actually. I didn't think it would <laughs> Do be. that sound again. That sounds really nice. Right, now imagine yeah. that on your balls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, this is the thing I didn't know I needed. Okay. Now, I can see why your home toilet probably shouldn't have a fan unit inside of right. it. I mean, it already <laughs> smells bad enough. Right, exactly. You don't want to be blowing the smell of, you know, whatever horrible thing around, out, yeah. and into the rest yeah. of the house. Last night it was ballpark nachos <laughs> with double jalapenos. Uh, Certainly don't want I'm that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, this was an experience. This is now officially my favorite toilet I've ever visited. <laughs> and it was on a scenic overlook <laughs> in the middle incredible. of Utah. It's great. I wish that this was this technology could be harnessed to make more people's lives better because it was a real it was a real treat for the tukas. I gotta yeah. tell you what. What about a hole in the ground? Yes, where the breeze just comes naturally. Okay, so it's a hole in the ground. You're, you have nothing around you. It's a windy day. Yeah, right. that's fine. Yeah. What if we instead of like <laughs> venting it? What if we just built it like two hundred feet into the ground? And then you just put like an elevator on it, right? <laughs> and, then, and then you just get in the tube. And then you just, just right? get in the fucking tube. You just right? get way down there. You strap, your arms, there. you strap your arms to the sides. Yeah. You go all the way down inside of there. And then like maybe you have a friend like cover it. Right. And you're just in the tube. <laughs> Someone just seals it up. Yeah. So it's really yeah. dark and a little drippy. <laughs> well, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> it sounds, you know, it does sound like a dream, but like right. a twisted, perverted version of one. Right. Almost a nightmare. Right, almost. Almost, mm. but not quite. So this vent on your balls, right? <laughs> I gotta tell you, I didn't know how pleasant this experience was gonna be. I was blown away. I didn't know. And now I'm kind of like, well, maybe the bidet's not such a bad idea after the all. The bidet too. is an incredible idea. If you've never used a bidet, never you're not living, bidet. homie. If you haven't used a bidet. Yeah, I've not. Dude, it's like a bath for your asshole. It's like a nice little shower for your butt. Right. Well, and then, like, I know there's people out there who, are, who have to take a shower after they take a shit. I, I'd like to. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice. It's uh, a nice thing. Yeah. I just get the flushable wipes, right? So then you get the bath. <laughs> Incidentally, this is a whole part oh. of Deadpool, too. <laughs> Actually, but yeah, talking about yeah, also, but real um, talk though. No, there is no such thing as a flushable wipe. Those things will clog sewers regardless. Oh, that's how you get a yeah. fatberg. Oh, yeah. You remember the London fatberg? They're it was terrifying. Just a, it was just a gigantic mass of like uh, wipes and and literal fat that like oh. filled up the sewers of London, and they had to go in and extract it. It was like the size of a double decker bus in I, there. I, I don't like to be that guy. I think if, I know. If I worst could, job. If I could come up with a single word to describe that thing, it would be a clunge. <laughs> you said that before. That's I a think. really. Have I, that's I a, think that I've heard you use that. I think you've made up a word for it before. Oh, have I? I think so. I don't. Uh, That's I don't a know. great word for it, but incidentally. Yeah, a clunge. A, a clunge of bathroom sanitary. Of sanitary wipes. Yeah, yeah it's like you're uh, not supposed to flush them. Even if they say they're flushable, you're not supposed. Then to Then what do you them. do with them if you don't flush? Well, them? I mean, I'm well I mean, at at my at my old job. Uh, incidentally, I quit my job since the last episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gosh, man, we got to talk about that more off mic because holy hell. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We will. Um. Uh, but we would we throw them in the trash. We just stick them in the garbage. Yeah. Um, streaks and all. 
Streaks and all. That's what you're supposed to do. That seems so weird. And occasionally yeah. there'd be more than just a streak. You get you get like a solid mass out of there. Oh yeah, and just, sweet God. You just gotta you just gotta well, see. I like I like, right in the, I like in the bin. I dry it up a little bit first, right, and then I. Then you finish with right. The, See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My thought is, you do the primary work with the toilet paper, right? Right. You kind of kind of get it all about as nice as you can get it. Well, then you like not not like you wipe and then I pat like I I wipe fold pat. Oh yeah yeah. And yeah. you kind of like damper it strategy. up, right? And then usually on the second pass, the wipe is dried up. So I just sure. this is real interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is real. No, you know what? Well, no one knows how another person wipes their ass. I think this is valuable. Yeah, We're yeah. contributing to the human, you know, you know endeavor. You know what? Uh, uh, or something. <laughs> probably, my, probably my greatest shame is though. We're not supposed to flush the wipes, and and we usually make sure not to. Usually, every once in a while, one or two gets through, and that's fine. But uh, I flushed, I think on more than one occasion, maybe. I've I've flushed uh, when you take off your latex gloves, you just throw them in the garbage. I flushed them before. I flushed. Oh, yeah. I flushed latex gloves. Yeah, the so gloves. She, the gloves. I flushed the gloves. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not supposed to do. Yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, um, you do what you gotta well, do. I say latex. We use non-latex because people are allergic. Right. But yeah, you, know. you don't want a latex bird on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ouch. Good lord. Keep that out of the S&M dungeon. And and on that note, it's about time for us to take a little brick break. Yep. So why don't we do that? And we will be back in a minute with smoking and drinking. (laughs) We'll be back with would you rather and drinking and drinking. Uh, See you in a minute. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey guys, you've been uh, listening to and enjoying the Three Dude Cast. We hope you've been enjoying it anyway. But if you have, hit mash that like button. Yeah, smash that fucking like button. <laughs> it looks like a heart on SoundCloud. I think. I yeah, think something so. like that. And if you really want to hear more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us. Yeah, or rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. And we're everywhere. And SoundCloud just, everywhere. We're yeah. always with you. Uh, always. All right. We're back. Ow! Whoa. You okay? No. What the fuck? <laughs> Ow. I don't know if something bit me or what. Ow. What? Ow. What just happened to you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Something this like, isn't a bit. This what is, happened this, to this you? This isn't a bit. Ow. Fuck. Something like bit my back. Hold on. Let's see your back. Are you, are you sh- it's, it's little. It's just ow. Either that or something sharp. Poke me in the back. I don't think so, man. Maybe like the plastic came Ow, off of the chair right, a little right bit. And there, pinched you. Ben, look at his back. It's red. Yeah. Oh, uh, move your move your fucking hand. Yeah, that's that's a pimple, man. You might have oh. hit your pimple against the oh. thing. Fuck that hurt. Shit, <laughs> son of a. I was actually really nervous something happened. Like I brought a tick pack or something. Oh no, on that no, blanket. no, no. It wouldn't be the first tick that right. I. No, that's a off of my. Body. No, that's definitely just a pustule, and you might have like pressed it against. Yeah, the son pustule. of a bitch, that hurt. That was weird. Ow. Ah. Anyway, woo, sorry guys. Hey, you know, you want to just like sit here and poke it with a stick for like the next hour? I mean, we can if you got a stick. Yeah, I got a stick. <laughs> Do I have a stick? You, you bring the <laughs> stick, I'll bring the it. <laughs> Live in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, it's all sticks, man. We got like the we're like the stick capital of the world, bro. Why do you think they call it living in the sticks? Yeah, that's where we are. Where the sticks are. 
sticks and foreigner. You see, it <laughs> right. comes full circle. Sort of like they rhyme. It's poetry. It's like, yes. Yeah, it's like, a, just call me Nikki Sticks. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, this is a dumb bit. Yeah, this is dumb. This is bad. This is pretty dumb. Anyway, we let's go Let's go to a slightly less dumb stick bit. Stick to our formula. Uh, oh, 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 oh. This one is uh, not that good. I'm going to set it out right now that it's not very good, but I forgot to come up with a Woody Rather, oh, so okay. you know, you know we'll, what? we'll make it good with our humor. Humor. Yeah, well, that's it. You know what the best would you rather's are? are the ones with no positives. Right. Yeah. The, the toughest would you rather I've ever heard is would you rather have taste buds on the inside of your asshole or never get a boner again? <laughs> oh, taste buds in the asshole. Really? Yeah, man. Ugh. I use my boner. But you have to taste your butt all the that's time. That's fine. All the time. That's fine. I want even I, when you're fucking. I you're want, like, oh I, no, I still taste my own poop. I want my penis to work. Okay, but. How effective is well, your penis going to be I, when you're tongue in your own butthole? I'll, I'll counter day. with this. We taste our own spit all the time, but our brains True. filter it out. True. In the same way that we never see our own nose in front of our own faces because our brain filters it out. Or does spit just not taste like anything, maybe? Spit well, tastes like stuff. It tastes like bacteria and, and acid. Huh. That's what spit is. All right. <laughs> Dissolves and digests. It's the first stage of digestion, David. <laughs> well, I guess we learned a lot about spit today. Um, Sorry, thank you for the pause in conversation. I like to take some of my time after gestation. <laughs> Sorry, there's a little little uh, line from one of my favorite movies there. Which movie is it? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? It's John oh, Goodman. I'm going to watch that movie again. <clears throat> yeah, I love that movie. One yeah. of my favorites. One of my favorites. So... So, Would you gentlemen rather uh-huh. that your farts smell exactly like a Baconator, but people are like always weirdly asking you to fart on or around them? Uh. So you have to like deal with people being like, oh, hey, man, you got any, you got any in you? Because I would love it if you could fart a Baconator into this room. Okay. Right? <laughs> Two, you can fly, which is rad. But anytime you walk anywhere, you have to go wah, 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 like a robot and wave your arms like a robot. (laughs) (laughs) So, wah, wah, You have to be like, wah, wah, wah. (laughs) Every time you uh, walk Obviously, that's how all robots would walk. (laughs) Yeah, right. You go, wah, 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 wah. (laughs) (laughs) And only when you walk. If you stand still, you don't have to do it. Oh. Hmm. Wah, 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 wah. But yeah. that means, like, like if I walk into the, if I if I'm having a baby and I walk in to see my wife, I have to walk into the <laughs> the operating. Yeah, because you wah, can't fly wah, through wah, a hospital. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, right. <laughs> All of your life's precious moments ruined by me acting like a robot. Oh man! Ooh. But you could. I mean, you could. Question: If I have a child, is do it? Does its first steps also have to be like a robot? No. Okay. Child's just me. Fine. Yeah, it's just you. The child does not inherit your weird robot mm-hmm. behavior. So I'm gonna chalk that up under negative. Child. <laughs> I. You know. <laughs> I mean, your your child may grow up wanting to emulate their father, right? That's true. And just do it anyway. But true. But if they don't have to do it, they also probably wouldn't be able to fly. That's true. Yeah. Which is the downside. Kids not going to be able to fly. The advantages of flying, I think, far outweigh the disadvantage of doing that whenever I walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, 
Baconator farts? Anyone? Well, see, if I'm smelling a Baconator, right. I, I should expect it to be there. Exactly. It, would, it would torture me. That would get old real quick. And I would get fat real quick because I'd always be getting Baconators. But bear in mind, this is a world when you can fart as loud and big as you want anywhere and no one's mad. Implying I, I, could, I don't do that I could already. do that 5,000 feet up in the air while I'm flying. That's right. That's true. But you're not always flying. Or are you just going to be like every time you have to fart, you're going to like fly up there. Yo, yo, just, just take a walk outside the building. Excuse me a minute. Well, tough call, tough call. I would posit to you that you don't always want to have to float up to the 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 the, the outer atmosphere to release that fart. You know? Oh, I didn't say anything about the outer atmosphere. I just mean yeah. like you know a reason. Like if I can see you know for a distance of ten blocks or whatever, yeah. then. That's where I'll let loose. <laughs> How cool would it be to get up there and then shit? <laughs> oh my god! Would you just like fly up there and then poop like a really <laughs> yeah. far away you down? Just, you get it to terminal velocity, yeah, right? Just, How high up we talking? Just right on the car of someone I hate, and yeah. like you're talking terminal velocity, like yeah. so, hard, so hard the windshield cracks. Just high enough where it's like getting hard to breathe, right? <laughs> so it's like, not, like it, it's gonna, it's not gonna hit okay. terminal velocity, but it's gonna get pretty fast. This is gonna be a fresh log of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go high enough, you gotta remember it'll also freeze on its way down. Sure, That's, and that'll make it even harder, right? Yeah. Just you can imagine getting hit with a frozen shit log <laughs> straight from dead center above you. This this lends a lot more meaning to the famous Red Hot Chili Peppers lyric, with the birds I shit, it's a lonely view. <laughs> what is the actual shit. lyric there? With the birds, the birds I share, share this, uh, this uh, lonely view. It doesn't sound like it. With the birds I shit. <laughs> with the birds that shit, it's a lonely view. Well, what do you think, guys? I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards myself if I was going to vote, and I never do, but I'll just say if I was going to, I would go with the Baconator farts. Are you? Oh, yeah. I understand why this is a hard one. It's it's an easy way to get people to like you. I mean, everyone wants you to fart right into their face. How funny is that? That's going to that's gonna awaken some kind of sexual <laughs> demons inside me. <laughs> I'm going seriously. With, I'm going with flight. It's gonna become like a weird, like a fetish you didn't know existed. Right, exactly. I, Have you ever had a fetish that you didn't know you had until you tried it? Because I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. Well, you know, you just kind of discover them in the course of, yeah. you know, life. Fooling around, right. Yeah. 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 I've, I've yeah. found them. i found stuff. Yeah. You just I never dreamed of. Learned stuff about yourself you didn't yep. particularly want to know, but now it's there. And that's a thing I know about myself, and I will practice. <laughs> um, I'm going with flight. I think the benefits of flight outweigh <sighs> any negative. This the flight is thing is nice. Most this is, negative. This is very hard. Right. This is very hard because I... I can't stress said. enough how little I want to walk around like a robot. <laughs> right, because the thing is, I don't want you to will not be taken seriously again. Exactly. You got to go, wah, and, wah, Well, wah, and it's going to get wah, old. Wah. I'm going to be like, wah, wah, wah. You know what I mean? I'm like a half-assed robot. <laughs> right. Um, I still got to go with flight, though. Flight's cool, man. See, I feel like what I've laid out here is like a, a minimally, you know, like, okay, this the one scenario impacts your life sort of, I guess, lesser than the other. Yeah, higher higher gain, higher loss with the flight thing. Sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going flight. I think I'm going to go, go flight. flight. As much as I would despise 
walking around like a robot. It's definitely going to change a lot of things. I, I don't know. You didn't ask me how fast you can fly. Oh, how fast can I fly? Not fast. Not. It's just like no. It's it like slower matter. than walking. Slower than walking. Oh. Ooh. No, I'm fucking with you. It's like normal. Okay. You fly like a if you were if you were a bird man, you would fly like at that speed. Harvey Bird. Okay. If you were Harvey Birdman, starring Michael Keaton, <laughs> about that fast. Can I become exhausted by flying? Can I become physically exhausted in the same way that I would if I was like speed walking or jogging? You can. Yeah, you could become exhausted. But if you take it at like a leisurely, like let's say you take it at about. Uh, We'll go with, like, 60-some miles an hour, basically, like, car speeds. Okay. If you take it at that speed, you're fine. You never get tired. It's like a jog for you. Flight, then. Yeah, flight. You going flight? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going Baconator first. <laughs> I'm totally... Dude, I'm going Baconator This farts. is the hill you're dying on. <laughs> this is indeed the hill I'm dying on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I got to say, I'm surprised. But all right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. So uh, let's move on to the our topic this week. Um, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got one. No, yeah. So uh, this week, like I mentioned before, I spent a week, uh, oh. you know, out of town. Cracked my back. I did a lot of cool stuff. Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> Very jarring back crack there. Oh, yeah. That normally doesn't completely mm, immobilize a person. No. no. It's probably probably not good, but all right, go on. That's, <laughs> we're fine. That's <laughs> good. That's good. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, this week I did a bunch of stuff that was really cool to me, and I felt like it was like, uh, I don't know, I, I feel like I was like getting in touch with doing like these sort of like classic manly things of just like, sure. you know, I'm out in the woods. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm in a tent. I'm like exploring <clears> and, and things like that. And that was a lot of fun. So, I guess it was Thinking this week we could talk about like like what are the things that either like you you do or wish you could do like the manly guy stuff that just like you know, like let's get in touch with our with our inner dude this week okay right? okay <clears throat> and talk about the kind of like the things that are that just like make us men that we you know are excited about that uh, that we that we do or wish hmm. we could do. Let us focus ourselves on our most doodly ideal future. So just machismo. Yeah. <laughs> well, sort or of. Or not even like machismo. But, but just like, like guy stuff. Guy stuff. Like there is guy stuff, right? Yeah, is there some yeah. guy stuff left? We're, we're doing my, it right now. See, my my ideal would be something like that. It would be something related to travel. I think it yeah. would be, I think my ideal would be a, like a world Morty. tour, Morty. <laughs> with With, you know, equal parts, you know... Uh, like a like a, a fucking Saturday night in Monaco, you know, just going around and gambling a little and and having fancy martinis and, and stuff like that. that. And then like you know, two weeks later, I'm in like rural China, sweating my balls off, eating <laughs> scorpions, and like and you know, fucking uh, trying to remember what the Chinese word is for where's the bathroom and yeah. and right. you know. Getting getting every inch of the world right into my experience <laughs> hole. <laughs> okay, just uh, balls deep in your experience <laughs> hole. 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. Like adventure, yeah. adventure. I, I want adventure. Don't, yeah, that's, we, that's don't we all like want. need adventure Some, in our yeah. lives? I want adventure, and like ever since uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, was tragically lost to us, yeah. I, I've been thinking about like like because I truly do believe that food is one of the greatest forms of, of cultural and self-expression oh, yeah. that exists in this world. We've taken something that is a vital human necessity, and like humans do, we turned it into an art Oh yeah. over the course of, of many thousands of years. And I would love to be able to travel the world just to get food, just to see what an authentic... Uh, I don't know, Polish place is like in Krakow or in Warsaw versus mm. what Polish food is yeah. like here. What we think of as Polish food as kielbasa and halushki and, yeah. and all that. And see, really see how they do it over there. It's funny, yeah, because a lot of the time these, what we think are like traditional dishes are yeah. like an Americanized version well, of those things. And, and usually, especially from uh, from like, you know, Eastern European Polish, you mm. know, Czechoslovakian uh, Italian, yeah. like it's done out of necessity because when those people came over, they were immigrants and they were poor. Oh, so yeah. it's what they could do. Pierogi was not expensive to make. Right. Lushki was just cabbage. Cabbage That's is funny. about as cheap as you can get. You're you know? right. We get all the poor foods of all the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that kind of funny? That's, uh, I mean, that's, I, I'm sure we've talked on the show before about Briar Hill pizza and how yeah. it's, that's a Youngstown thing. Yeah. And that's, that's basically just all what you could do in your garden. You, yeah. you had peppers, you had some tomatoes, very minimal or no cheese at all. Right. Uh, and if, if there is cheese, it's, it's what it's, it's Parmesan. It's yeah, it's just Parmesan. It's, yeah, not it's even something like, grated that you can make go a long way. Right. right. Yeah. You grate it. You don't, you don't buy it in bulk. You don't cover the fucking thing in, in cheese. Yeah. So it's like a very, very light cheese, if any at all, tomato sauce, peppers mm -hmm. and crust. And that's it. Right. Mm -hmm. And Briar Hill is a Youngstown treasure. And it's what, it's what immigrants, could afford to make right. back in the industrial days. Yeah. Um, Think about things like fried cornbread. That's a, uh, that's an Eastern European thing that came over. Mm. Um, oh really? Yeah. Well, it was, it was made by those people yeah. because it was just a poor person thing that you could, you it's know, corn. Yeah. It's, it's cornmeal. It's cornmeal mush that you make into a brick and then you fry it. Right. The end. And now we, <laughs> you know, the and, it's end. In, and it's incredible. And it's, and yeah. it's, it's, it's weird too. We think of that now too as as like a southern thing. We yeah. th we think of cornbread going with ribs and and you know jambalaya yeah. and what have you, yeah. um, collard greens. Yeah, collard greens. Uh, which even that you know southern cuisine is you know just a, a mishmash of of French and and indigenous sure. and and uh, Caribbean. Uh, yeah, that that's what that's what I would do. I think I think the motivation for a, for a big manly globe trotting adventure would probably be food. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I watch Idiot Abroad, I like I'm super jealous of when like you know Carl's <laughs> in some Bedouin tent in the middle of the Arabian desert eating yak brains and drinking goat's milk or right. or whatever and the fuck. Isn't it funny? Because that fucking guy hates every it doesn't bit. appreciate it. And I would I would fucking love like this is a you know these are people I'm gonna meet like. I'm one of the few people on earth to to actually go out of their way to to meet these these fucking people in a tent in the middle of the desert and they're serving me something that that's they've been making for fucking hundreds of years. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a unique experience to me. That's a that's a experience that nourishes 
not only my body, but my soul. And that's something I would love to experience and go around the world finding as many of those experiences as I could. Yeah. There's something amazing about that. Like, <clears throat> like sort of, I feel like that was a big uh, bullet point on, you know, like sort of like 19th century manliness or maybe, maybe 20th century as well. I don't know, but, but it just seems like, Going and exploring and yeah. picking up all these weird experiences, yeah, and maybe hunting and killing some shit and eating it, and <laughs> right. eating its head, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like let's go back to those days. <laughs> well, it's kind of cool. Like, why, why don't we keep the heads of shit? You no, know, we, right. Why don't we murder? Because we've already or... murdered them all. <laughs> <laughs> They're all gone. That's why. Yeah. It's just like that's like such a classic thing. Yeah, I think of yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Like and possibly yeah. the possibly the manliest guy to ever yeah. live. Right. Like, like you got company over. You're like, let me show you this, and you pull out like a little wooden box, and inside is just pu- like 100 percent pure Nicaraguan tobacco that you keep to hand roll your own stogies. Oh god, you know, and it's like I, you know, I bought this off of uh, a fucking dude riding a llama. Yeah. <laughs> just to, just to be alive. Just be alive. I mean, you, right? You yeah. telling me you're not going to roll that cigarette and smoke it with him? <laughs> I am. I'll tell you one thing uh, that I wish that I could do, and I don't think I could. This brandy was gifted to me by the Sultan of Brunei. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> How cool would it be to pick up, go to somewhere, just the woods somewhere, and build a house there? Yes, uh, I was going to say, like my, uh, my watching all those. Um, uh, what's that YouTube channel? Primitive, uh, primitive tech. Oh, yeah. that guy. That guy who, who goes out into uh, the wilderness and just builds things the very old way. Yeah, like <laughs> um, the oldest ways. Yeah. Um, just making something. I think making something with your hands um, on a grand scale, um, you know, you just associate that with like old, you know, very old masculinity. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Being, being, you know. Well, like being like a, a, a like a like a dude in the oldest possible sense of like, you know, d- defending for yourself in the middle of yeah hunter gatherer kind yeah. of you know what I mean and then yeah uh, I mean I, I don't know I just can't I think it would be like making making mud bricks starting your own fires which I know how to do but you know right knowing how to do it in a backyard with a six pack of beer and a lighter you know what I mean if I can't get it started the normal way. Versus being out in the woods and you have to do this or you're in trouble tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's two different things. So you know what I mean? I think one of the one of the I think this touches on one of the most old school kind of ideas of masculinity is you gotta be versatile. Yeah. You gotta be handy. Um I was just talking to Aubrey the other day. We went we went swimming in the pool and, and I was talking about how like at a very early age, um not like super, not like toddler age or whatever, but like pretty early on, uh, my dad was the one who taught me how to swim. Um, you know, we don't live especially near any bodies of water or anything, but I'm I'm a pretty strong swimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not I'm not a very fast swimmer particularly because right. I'm, I'm out of shape, but I'm a, I'm a pretty strong swimmer. I'm very comfortable in water now. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like stuff like that, being able to swim, being able to change a tire, yeah, uh, being knowing how to start a fire, right, yeah. uh, uh, you know, knowing how to read a map, uh, <laughs> these sorts of things, uh, you know, 
basic skills that you should be able to rely on later in life, I, I feel like are a, are a big part of what it means to be traditionally masculine. Yeah. yeah. And this is, you know, this obviously isn't, <clears throat> isn't to say that women shouldn't know all these things too. Sure, right. Everybody notice. should know how to change. Yeah. I guess, swim, read a map, everybody. change a tire, right. light a fire. I guess that actually is a thing that's worth mentioning here is like, this is not about, you know, taking these things and making them exclusively, exclusively the, the dominion of being a man, but like still, what does it mean to be a capable man? Like, yeah. And, and these are skills I think that you that you test when you break from routine, when you go out from your job and, and you spend a fucking week in Wyoming. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, that's the thing, is that's what got me thinking about this is there's a lot of like there's a lot of stuff that you never have to think about, you know, mm-hmm. just sort of chilling out in a house, being a person in a city. You know, it's like very it's not that it's easy, it's that the problems are different. Yeah. Yeah. You know? For sure. I, I think there was an episode of the Long Shot podcast um, where Sean Conroy was talking about when he was younger, like 24, and he went on on this pilgrimage for his birthday, and it was like a, a mountain expedition where this helicopter, they he paid, you know, to have a guide, and, um, you know, they dropped them him and this group of people on this mountain, and they're like, all right, we got three days to get here. Yeah. How do we do that? Right. And, and, and <laughs> like, you know, and at one, one day, like the, 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 the day before last that they were out there, it was like a week, actually the day before last that they were out there, they went out on their own and they all had to, you know, find their way to where they were, where the meetup point was. Yeah. And like just having to go out there and do that. If I, I wish I was in better shape because I would love to, to do something <laughs> like that. I would love to do something, you know. <clears throat> the thing is, here's what I found out. You can do that. Yeah, right. I know I can. I, know. I, I the thing is, being out in the woods, I thought I was going to be completely useless. Yeah. How much time have I spent on this show being like, yup, lazy, beer drinking, idiot, mm. <laughs> right? Like, how much of my life do I spend, you know, saying that about myself? But I think I learned, and you guys as well, like, you could do it. Yeah. Sure. You, when you, you can go out and do that. When you when you have the option of sitting in front of your computer and drinking beer, you'll take it. Yeah. But but if you're if you're out there and you like you you've got this time where where it's like, you know, you know you don't have those options. Of course you're going to be able to do it. Of course you can cuz you cuz you know what to do. Yeah. It's just that that you know, you have to kind of force yourself to. You have to kind of uh uh voluntarily remove yourself from the grid for a while and and just go and do the thing. Yeah. Right. It's just, I think it's kind of like, it's surprising the kind of things that you figure out that you're capable of doing mm-hmm. when you just have no other option but to do them. Right. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for Sorry, sure. it was a dead air, but you know, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to think, you know, something, some kind of like isolated... Like what you did, some kind of isolated trip. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I haven't. Um, well, uh, I, not really the same thing, but um, I remember the first time I I went on a trip of my own. I just like seeing that do that. Um, <laughs> what the smoke? Yeah, yeah. Um, the first time uh, that I went on a, a trip of my own, um, you know, when I was. Uh, legally able to do so. I was 21. I had just turned 21, and yeah. I went to New York City on my own. I think you might have told this on the podcast before. Yeah. And I got lost once, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's all right. I got lost twice, actually, on that trip, now that I think about it. <laughs> Two separate days. Um, but anyway, the, the, you know, the point is, 
being out of your element and and using your knowledge and your skills to to kind of you know navigate around yeah um you know obviously at at that time new york city was was relatively unfamiliar to me but there's still you know there's still certain things you got to again go, like being able to read a map um sure. m- the phone i had at the time was like a little flip phone i didn't have a gps <laughs> or anything so you know i had to you know, just kind of uh, find my way. Luckily, New York City's very, very easy to navigate. They conveniently yeah. grid and number it. Uh, um, uh, but, but you know, know, knowing little things like, you know, what to do and what, what not to do. Don't keep your wallet in your back pocket. Don't, right. don't like, tap where your wallet is to check if it's there, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, don't, don't, like, gawk up at the buildings. You know, don't act like a tourist. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> that's impossible for me, by the way. When I go to New York, that's not possible. No, yeah, for me either. Ooh, um, I'm the looky loo dum dum who's like, wow, it's really tall here. <laughs> <laughs> like everywhere Same I go here. Yeah. Same, Same here. Morning. It's super obvious. It was something I was trying to keep in mind when it was one in the morning and I was I was wandering through Queens in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just, try, just try not to look like an obvious tourist. Yeah. Um, just like head up, chin exposed, like, what's up there? Where, where am I? Literally, <laughs> literally every single you think person. they have chicken here? I want chicken. <laughs> literally every single person around me is speaking Spanish. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now. Uh, uh, so my... I, I went with my first instinct and found a cop. Yeah. <laughs> Go with my first instinct and I went, oh, essay! ¿Qué pasa? ¿Cómo se llama? ¿Dónde está el baño? That's one thing. I, 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 so that border wall, huh? <laughs> Woo! Woo! Anyway, you guys got tacos? Cool. <laughs> this incident that incidentally is something that I that I think is uh, uh, you should always like it's all it's obviously useful now to say yes no help uh, yeah bathroom in, in languages yeah but where is the bathroom is something that's important yeah uh, um, it's at least the thing that's gonna come up all the time right? yeah so you'd better know how to do it if you're going to any country know how to say bathroom yeah. Yeah, at least just the word bathroom. And if, learn if how not, to where is turn your voice up like, Banyo? <laughs> Banyo? <laughs> I don't even know if that's universal. Does everyone inflect the way we do when we ask questions? They, they, so. they do not. Oh, they don't. Yeah. They do I not. feel like it's, not everywhere. It's different in Russian, for instance. It's different oh. in most Slavic languages. Is um, it? Uh, uh, it, it actually inflects like up and then downward. So it's like, uh, it, so a question would sound like, Ah, oh. right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, which, which of course is where is the toilet? <laughs> sure. Here's let's take a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a turn off of uh, sort of like uh, exploration stuff and just talk about like like I wish I knew how to do an oil change for you're, myself. You don't know how to change your oil? No, I, I don't know how neither, to change my oil oh, dude, in my car. Do I. It's easy. It's easy. <laughs> I just I don't pay know someone how, else to do it for me. I don't know how to fix. Anything. Like, it's easy. Changing like, your oil is really easy. The problem is getting rid of the old oil because you have to do that. Yeah, right. It's you not just like of it. changing the filter and pouring new oil, and you got to get rid of the old oil. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not hard. It's a, well, it might be different on newer cars, but on older cars, it's 
pretty easy. Really? Yeah, it's just a matter of getting rid of the old oil. You have to get under the car and drain the oil. Yeah. Um, okay. Which yeah. is a big pain in the ass, but like, it's not hard. It's really That it, seems like a thing people used to know how to do. It's really easy. It's really easy. Yeah, people also used to just throw the oil out. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so just, <laughs> just what, like, throw it in the yeah, creek behind it. the house, Fuck whatever, right. fuck it. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, no, changing your oil is not hard. It's just getting rid of it. Yeah. Um, that's the pain in the ass Like, part. these basic yeah. maintenance things, I feel like we don't know how to do all of them anymore. There's sure. a lot of things we've just basically started to outsource to someone else. Right. You yeah. Know? It's, yeah. It's gotten even harder in the era of computerized cars, from what I hear. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it must have been. Where, where you, you get harder. everything's integrated into a, into a central computerized brain that that handles <laughs> so many things yeah <laughs> oh my god oh, lord almighty um i i think uh i i think like going back to like general adaptability like like that's probably one of the biggest <coughs> advantages you can have morty is as a as a man or as anyone i suppose yeah. uh being able to adapt to new situations new environments right um like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, I, I I think for men in particular, it it you know maybe maybe even like traditionally non-masculine things. Yeah. You know, um, being able to appreciate something like ballet. Sure. You know? I love ballet actually. Um, um, I I don't. If you ask me what all the moves are called or whatever, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but. Uh, it's incredible. I, I understand physics. Right. Well right. Enough. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 insane. Being being able to, uh, I, I suppose, have enough of a a general knowledge base to be able to like ask questions about things you don't understand, uh, to uh, to be able to, you know, adapt and appreciate things you don't understand, and to to, I guess, be curious. Yeah, you know, right. be curious yeah. about stuff. Should always be trying to learn new stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's true. ABT, always be trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, well, I, like speaking of like going outside of the masculine comfort zone, I think everybody needs to know how to sew. If sure. Not, if not on a machine, then at least by hand. Everybody should. Yeah. That should be a skill that everybody knows how to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's like a basic utility skill. Right. That like dudes just don't feel like they. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I don't yeah. know how to do no, that. No, it's very necessary. Grandma taught me how to sew when I was really little. Yeah. Really little. Yeah, see, um, I, l- I learned in home ec. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 so I was like four. Grandma taught me how to hand sew. Uh, showed me how to use the machine, too, although I'm way out of practice. Yeah? yeah. But, yeah, it's it's something that you should... Actually, I, I want I really want a sewing machine. But <laughs> I kind of do, too. Yeah, I really want a sewing machine. Probably find one real cheap oh, at Goodwill. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, but no, like little stuff like that. That's part of it is of the utility. Yeah, I remember being taught how to sew, and when we when I was taught, it was part of like you got to pick a fun home ec project. Right. And mine was I wanted to make fuzzy dice. <laughs> I guess. Wow, that's really fun. Yeah, it was really stupid. I didn't even I didn't have a car at the time, and my parents were not going to hang some stupid shitty fuzzy dice in their car. Right. But I made it anyway. And it was, I, I still remember some of those skills. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's really useful. Yeah. It might, it might take me a minute to remember how to, how to thread the, the, well, how to spool the thread. Yeah. Or thread the spool, as the case may be. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, once I, want, if I remember what I get set up, yeah, I can operate a sewing machine. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I, th- I think because also, I mean, our society and, and global society at large, I suppose, is still very much male-centric. It's still yeah. very much, you know, you know, men generally... Uh, Generally speaking, not all, all, not all the time, but generally have more opportunities and, and uh, uh, are are still kind of expected to be like the the breadwinner, head of the, household kind sure. of thing. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's an attitude that's that's been steadily dissolving over time. But sure. it, but it does still exist. It's still there. It? It's still there. It, it yeah. does. It's and like a lot of pressure, isn't it? Sure, yeah. and and because it's still there, I think it's 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 owed or. E- you, you kind of it's a good idea to be as versatile as possible and to be as adaptable as, as possible for that reason mm-hmm. um, because it's it's uh, it sounds shitty to say but it's because it's what's expected of you as a man right, right but it's also yeah. just good to to do it at, at all points in life um, mm-hmm. as you guys know I'm, I'm a huge trek fan and and yeah. in the absence of money, or, or you know, financial prestige, or, or war, or crime, or any of that on Earth, the one and only thing left uh, for people to do is to better themselves personally, right? And yeah. to and to try and make as many uh, contributions uh, to themselves, to their family, and to humanity at large as possible. Yeah. And I think once once you get everything else taken care of, or if you know, you still got some problems. You got bills to pay or, or payments to make or whatever. But if you can set those aside, any time that you have should be should be set to uh, bettering yourself. Yeah. Um, not all. I mean, obviously, you need recreation and shit yeah, like that. I mean, but you got to jerk off every once in a while. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Right. But uh, you got to think of like better ways to jerk off. Yeah. Right. You got to think <laughs> of the ultimate way. Yeah. One hundred percent electronic. <laughs> 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 the ideal way to jerk off. You got to try something wild and new, right? Yeah, you know, right. something you, you haven't gotta, done before. You got to mash your dick into a household appliance you never thought it belonged in. Have you, you like, ever given yourself a stranger? Yeah. It's more than just switching hands. Let's be real. You got to like, you got to get adventurous. You got to like let your other hand wander a little. You know? <laughs> Got to find yeah. out. Alternatively, yeah. and this is a wild idea. All right. Pay someone else yeah. to use their hand <laughs> to <laughs> stimulate your member. Right. Well, there you go. Just yeah. pay someone. Just pay, just pay just, someone. They say necessity is the mother of invention. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's why That's why prostitution is the world's <laughs> oldest profession. It took me forever because spying, espionage, is often referred to as the second oldest profession. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I wondered for a long time what the first was, and it's whoring. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you give me your brontosaurus burger and I'll suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yabba dabba to me. <laughs> um, all right, well, well, let's talk about like stuff that we do that's that's uh, that's like macho. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing is, I'm uh, I'm in search of a. I mean, <laughs> what I'm hoping to do with this topic is like identify like, okay, what is a what is the most what is a more ideal version of me look like? Yeah, what does that guy know how to do? What does that guy choose to do? Well, it's even like it's things like okay, like kind of what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I know a little bit about scotch. Uh-huh. I know a pretty good amount about cigars, and I'm yeah. I'm proud of that stuff. Yeah, um, you know, because that's not uh, that's not a thing that all men know. Hashtag not all men. 
Oh, more. Morty. Morty. <laughs> well, I well, guess. <laughs> no, farts don't get the no, Morty No, it's Wubble Lubba Dub Dub. Yeah, yeah it's Wubble Lubba Dub Dub. Oh. oh, gosh. Oh, no, that Baconator <laughs> fart. Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh, it's, it's filling so, the it's room. It's so tangy. Uh, uh, but no, it's like that, those are two things that I pride myself on, yeah. right? Um, so like, it's uh, like I appreciate being good, discerning. I appreciate a good whiskey. I appreciate a good cigar. I can tell the difference between, uh, say, a cheap berry cigar that you get in a bag at a gas station right. and, you know, a, a $20, you know... Uh, Jose Padron, or, right? You know what I mean. Like I can, I can. You have I, a palate for have it. Have a palate for it. Yeah. yeah. We're no. talking. We're talking about like typically masculine things. Well, the we things that we do that, are, yeah. you know what I mean. That you Stuff would consider that, that uh, particularly masculine. Yeah. Things, we'll, we'll the, watch hockey. Right. Yeah. There you oh, go. Man. Oh, man. Sports in general. You know. Sure. Um, you know, not you know, not Ugh. that that's an exclusively male thing, but it is no. a largely male thing. But that that calls to mind an interesting question, like. So I I live with two cats as you guys know Luke and Leia yeah yeah Luke is a boy Leia is a girl they're and so, and, so uh, cute. and they are they're big big fluffy Maine coons and uh, like raccoons that you get in Maine <laughs> yeah that's that's absolutely not what I'm talking about <laughs> Morty so um so like Luke likes to roughhouse Luke yeah. Luke likes to run up especially when it's getting close to bedtime he decides it's crazy time. And he likes to run up and attack his sister and, and just generally kind of bug her. Um, mm-hmm. And cats, you know, cats play fight. Uh, cats yeah. cats do these things. But, you know, and having lived with cats before, boy and girl cats, I noticed that the boys are generally more predisposed to this. Yeah. They're, they're generally more predisposed to play fighting and roughhousing and what have you. Uh, do you think do you think that we as humans, as as human men, are more predisposed to, like, physical play and and watching physical play do you think do you think that that male interest in sports is is more a nature thing or or is it more that we're we're just brought up to you know i don't know i don't know the answer i don't know if that's necessarily uh, say i don't even know how it is in cats you know honestly (laughs) is is that something that was a learned behavior that was necessary sure you know what i'm saying like well like i'll tell um, you what i spent the first you know 20 some odd years of my life not being that into sports yeah Mm. but i do feel like (laughs) but did you do it out of spite then i I did did. it you did it i say you did it it out of spite spite. right for for me it was different for me it was like Fuck the stupid jock meatheads yeah. that made right. my. I don't like know, sports. I like intelligent things yes. like Lord of the Rings yeah, and right. Magic: The Gathering. That's it. It was <laughs> yeah. about it was about organizing myself in sure. a different way, and that's right. I guess really core to the point of this topic is like I'm over thirty now. I'm yeah. thinking about what the future of me looks like, and part of that process is like, okay, well, how best to organize myself. What skills do I want to have? You ain't what, never what seen nobody with as much skills <laughs> as me. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> Sorry. Well, see, then there's like different levels of, or not levels, but I guess different categories of being a sports fan where it's like casual. Where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. casual, like, like, you know, filthy eno- casual. <laughs> you know <laughs> enough to be able to talk about last night's game over the water cooler. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, there's, you know, there's sports nerd where, you know, you, yeah. you, you know, Wayne Gretzky stats, right. yeah. had 2,897 or whatever the number is, uh, points over his career. And, yeah. then, and then, you know, there's like the diehards who are like, oh yeah, I, I, I followed this guy when he was in high school. Yeah. I knew he was going to do great in college. And now, <laughs> he, you know, people who know every single 
graphic. Yeah. There's different. Day. There's different kinds of sport. Yeah, there, and then there's armchair quarterbacks who just are like yeah. right. drinking beer. Like I, I would <laughs> consider myself in that category. Right. You know, just enough sports statistics facts. Well, well, then there's people like my dad that are that are my favorite kind of sports fans, the armchair commentators. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my dad will frequently say something that. And then, and then the, right, exactly. Yeah, and then he'll be like, I just said that. I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time. Did I not just say that? Did I not just say <laughs> that? And he'll usually say that when looking at my stepmom. You're right. <laughs> like as though she has some input. Right, on like right. she gives a shit. Right. <laughs> right. I, I do that all the time. Yeah, there is, I think, something. <clears throat> I mean, like in general, because all the stuff we're talking about is kind of in general stuff, I guess. Yeah. But like there is something about men, I think, that like we want to see. We want to see someone beat the shit out of someone, or we want right. to see someone charge right. someone. We want to see someone best someone. Right. That's yeah. what sports is ultimately about. Exactly. Yeah. It's like competition, and if, defeat, and victory. And if we can't get it from sports, we'll get it from World Star Hip Hop Fight That's Video. Right. World Star! Oh, World can, Star! Can we talk about what we're doing next month? What yes. are we doing next yes. month? Yes, the tickets that we bought last week. What? Oh, shit, that's yes. right. What day is that? What that I don't know what day I need to put my request in for yeah, that. Yeah, I have to look that up. I'll you, tell you in a second. You need to here. remind me that I owe you. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got no, you. I'm, I'm worrying about it. I'm no. worrying about it. Um, yeah, this is, uh, what. what is it called again, Chris? Chris, uh, please tell Oh, It's Rough and Rowdy. It's Rough and Rowdy, which is, uh, they're on their fourth pay-per-view. It is, it's a fighting league. If you can call it that, where it's <laughs> it's just it's 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 boxing, yeah. but it's just fucking schlubs like me. It's normal people. It's normal that people. Think they can fight and, that get into a ring and fight. Televised Fight Club, man. fucking awesome. It's, it's yeah. Fight Club, except it's not underground. It's it apparently perfectly <laughs> legal. Yeah, legal. Yeah, yeah. yeah as we're as going as Sunday. We're going Sunday, August fifth. Sunday, in the August Youngstown 5th. fight, okay. which is rough and rowdy. Uh, the, uh, there's a um, number for it. I forget what it is in the series, but four, I think, maybe four. Yeah, but it's in Youngstown. It's in Youngstown. They're gonna have it in Cavelli. I, I will tell you that Bill Burr <laughs> on his podcast watched the second one and loved it so much uh, that he talked about it on his podcast, and they reached out to him on to for the third one, and he was a guest commentator for Rough and Rowdy yeah. Three. Uh, so that's where I heard about it and it was just recently they just did it not you know three wasn't that long ago yeah uh, so but four is in Youngstown and uh, we have tickets we're gonna go see a couple people get their fucking teeth knocked out it's so oh, every, great every single one of these fighters is going to be fucking blasted oh yeah I mean oh, yeah. like this is Youngstown yeah. everyone everyone's gonna be down at the draft house before beforehand just chugging away and then they're going to go into the ring against one another and it's going to be amazing <laughs> oh yeah i cannot wait to see this i mean among other things like the thing that is of some interest is there's going to be a woman fighting in, in her underwear and pasties yes that's something uh, and not, wow like but like not just that's a spectacle that's, that's a spectacle that, yeah but she yeah. she's like she's a she's a hefty gal right mm -hmm. And she's been. This is like something that she's wanted to do her whole life. Oh, she's gonna so, destroy. She, and she's gonna fuck yeah, someone she up. She looks oh, fucking so, tough. So yeah. wait, are the fighters already announced? I think so. Yeah. Is, yeah, is Kelly so. Pavlik gonna be involved? <laughs> no, I, I God, I hope not. <laughs> God, I would love that to yeah. happen. Just a half-conscious Kelly Pavlik, just like stumbling <laughs> into the ring, yeah. fucking uh, swinging, so, swinging so hard he. he Pulls a muscle in his shoulder and hits himself in the <laughs> head. Like, bull. 
I would be completely down to watch that fight. Yeah, right. I, oh, God. Kelly Pavlik versus himself. <laughs> 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 Which has been the last 10 years of his life. Yeah. Oh, 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 too soon. Kelly. Too soon. Kelly. Oh, uh, boy. No, but yeah, that's the thing. There's something in us that needs to see that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, right. Just, right. It's, it's barbaric. It's, it, 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 it's, yeah. it goes back to that primitive part of your brain, you know? Yeah. Um, I, like, and I'm acutely aware of the fact that boxing is barbaric. You oh, yeah. The MMA fighting is barbaric. Yeah. But at least now people choose to do that. Like, you know, yeah, there, right. there was a time in history where we just put people in a fucking den. Usually surrounded indentured by, servants. Yeah, right. Surrounded by <laughs> clapping idiots who were like, yes, yeah, cool. I can't wait yeah. to see which person dies. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Ave Roma. <laughs> at yeah. least we're better than that now. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, <laughs> somewhat, a little bit, <laughs> somewhat, <laughs> somewhat. When you when you take into account the fact that uh, the fact that so many so many fighters even today just like they don't have that many, uh, they usually come from poor uh, uh, places they, yeah. in America. It's they, either that or end up on the street somewhere. Yeah, like look at Mike Tyson. Yeah, you know, if if, if Don King hadn't picked him up, it you know, for better or worse, he became sure. he became sure. Iron Mike and and. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, this is the this I mean, is this is the really left leaning part of me coming out here. But it's, you know, it really is still kind of like the circumstances people can't control. Sure, right. Still do contribute to. Absolutely. You know, a career where you you get paid to get hit in the Bash head. Over. What happened is Mike Tyson is the guy who survived the Hunger Games. Yeah. That's what the shit is. <laughs> sure. It's sure. like he's pl- like he's a dude who has not much but the ability to knock people the fuck out if it, the meanest and he carries it hook. to being a goddamn millionaire if it wasn't for that he'd, he'd either be in prison or dead by now right probably right right yeah it's I mean, like Tyson's Tyson's Tyson right right yeah. I'm 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 super. Incidentally, I'm super happy for Mike Tyson that he's that he sort of turned his entire personality yes. around. Yeah, he has. If you've ever seen an interview with him lately, he's he's, yeah. he's found his inner peace. He's yeah. like a he's, he's like a Zen Buddhist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I I mean we we laugh at that idea of like of you know like like someone like Mike Tyson like meditating and raising doves and things like that. But yeah. but really good for him. Yeah, yeah really, really, him really good for him because that's yeah. a level of personal security and personal fulfillment that a lot of us can only really hope to get to. Yeah. You know, we, we, we can do all this, all this shit involving, uh, you know, centering yourself and, and getting in touch with your chakras and all this shit. But at the end of the day, you know, we, yeah. we, we all, we all got to worry about like, are we going to save up enough for retirement, et cetera, sure. et cetera. Uh, you know, Mike Tyson's fortunate enough to have all of that taken care of. All he all he has left to do is is you know find himself, right. be self actualized. Right. Well, you know, and he has the opportunity to do that, and good for him. Let's talk about that thing. Being a good man might also include being self aware. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I'm struggling with that at this point in my life right now. Is coming to grips with all the <laughs> shitty things that you do. Oh my god. Do you god, know what I, I mean? Know. That's hard. Yeah. When, you, when you have to really look at yourself or that and go, you've done. Right, or that you've done, right. Yeah. The person that you collectively are. <laughs> you, have, you have to look at yourself and, 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 you know, go, all right, well, this thing that I do regularly is not, is not a good part of me. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The bad habits that what, you have. What uh, could you possibly be talking about? <laughs> <coughs> Can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no. yeah, no, they, like, that's a thing that the like, journey is really inward. important. Yeah. 
I think yeah, moreover yeah. than uh, just being a good man, it's part of the human condition, I think. Yeah. You know, no, it just, is. You know, the, all the stuff Absolutely. Is. Yeah, really. The journey inward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all this stuff really The is. journey to the center absolutely. of McGurk. <laughs> well, that's my journal to the center uh, of McGurk. <laughs> well, that's... Well, Some that's, people uh, know what that is. <laughs> Don't be like me, Brandon. Don't live my life. Don't live my life. See, I got this tattoo with the cow from that cheese. I like that cheese, so I got the tattoo of that cow. I really like that cheese. But that's absolutely a that's absolutely a thing. Um, yeah. If you if you've if you've read any pop psychology ever, you've heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Uh, Morty. Yeah, it's Morty. And yeah. it and it involves. It involves like, because it's it's like a pyramid with the most necessary part being the bottom, the base. It supports yeah. everything else. Butt fucking. So the, <laughs> sure, butt sure. fucking Maslow's butt <laughs> hierarchy of butt fucking. But along with butt fucking at the bi- at the base of the pyramid, there's also things like food, water, air, right. shelter, all uh, that, and butt fucking. Basic safety. <laughs> Jumbly and, titties. And so, <laughs> Jumbly. Basic survival and safety stuff. And it goes upwards in order of importance. And the capstone, the capstone is self-actualization. Yeah. yeah. The capstone is where your actual self meets your ideal self. Yeah. Yeah. Which you, you uh, have to have, I think you might have already said this, but you have to have all those things beneath in order to get there. So it's like the idea right, is right. the human being without food or water can only ever fixate on those things. But after mm-hmm. that, then there's the next level, the level of self Sort of a the broadest and most basic need has to be met first before the next need can be worked right, on. Right. Um, so in, in in a perfectly ideal environment, you can re- work your way up through these layers and eventually find you know. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a diagram of of uh, the hierarchy of needs. It's, it's a pretty solid idea, but again, it shows up a lot in in um, in pop psychology, and and yeah. it's it's something that it's sort of like the five stages of grief, except the hierarchy of needs makes a little more sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And actually, it also kind of helps explain, if I can have a brief detour here, <laughs> it kind of helps explain why so many people are focused on so many relatively what might seem like unimportant things. Morty. Is that at this point... <laughs> Morty. Sorry. Morty. <clears throat> at this point, as a culture in America, we have almost all those needs met all the time. This is America. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, so, we have so much of our needs met that yeah. it can seem like the things people are focusing on are trivial. And it's because they kind of are. Because yeah. we, we've, we, we have, we sure. sustain this, ourselves this really is well. what This is what we call first world problems. Yeah. And it's, Hashtag it's, first world problems. And that's the thing. It's not even that, that first world problems aren't valid. Of course they're valid. If you got a problem or annoyance in your life, of course it's valid yeah, and it right. should be taken care of. If the, yeah. you know, the person, I went through Burger King the other day and the fucking person, uh, the fucking apathetic teenager <laughs> for, forgot I ordered a fucking sausage, egg and cheese breakfast <clears throat> sandwich and it came back with no fucking sausage. Fuck you. That's like, like, that's like what you want. That's, that's only, why you ordered the sandwich. It's the it's whole point. It's in the name. I, <laughs> there, there's a reason name. they don't sell a sausage, egg, and sandwich. You're not getting a sausage, egg, and or cheese a, breakfast sandwich for the egg and the cheese. You're getting it for the sausage. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, right. What I meant to say is they don't sell an egg and cheese sandwich for a reason. So, so like, uh, 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 basic needs at the bottom. Uh, physiological, food, water, warmth, rest. Yeah. Next, Jumbly titties. Next level, Jumbly titties. Next level up is security and safety. Next level up is belongingness and love, friends, intimate relationships, jumbly titties. Jumbly, jumbly titties. 
the next level up, the second highest, esteem, prestige, and feeling of accomplishment, mm. and the very tippy-top self-actualization, honk, achieving honk one's full potential <laughs> up to and including creative activities, things like that. So, like, once you're, once all your needs are met, then you can, like, start to create stuff and leave something for the world. Yeah. yeah. It know? makes a lot of sense. I think, yeah. you know, like, if you were dropped into the middle of the woods, that is exactly the order in which you would try to solve those problems. Exactly. Like, it, if you're completely alone, you need you need to be fed. You need water. You figure that out. Then you need a house. You need a place to surround yourself. It's it's also why, in horror movies, we hate the person who who is like, you know, everyone else is worried about, like, all right, we got to make sure we have enough ammo. We got water, you know, whatever. And, and yeah. there's, there's someone bitching about, like, you know, where's my fucking... I'm thinking specifically about Slither. Where's my fucking diet, Dr. Pepper? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, dude, dude, so not important right now. Just get the regular version. Why would you ever buy the diet one? <laughs> dude, yeah, why in the world? The it, it, It's not only having those needs that they're that are intrinsic to everyone, but it's also understanding those needs and how they how they relate to one another. Right. Physiological, safety, relationships, esteem, actualization. I think that's actually one of those things that, like, works out exactly as mapped. I think it's a really, really good uh, sort of model for, for sure. how, what I, we need in the world. I think the person who's at the second level and hasn't gotten to the third level, which is relationships and intimacy. Yeah, these are incels, right? These are, yeah, these are, these are people <laughs> who, well, not even necessarily incels, but, like, but, like, you know, maybe even like, you know, just like me at 20 or 21 living with my parents and I, sure. I, you know, I haven't been in a stable relationship ever. Yeah. You know, right. uh, hard to be fucking when you got to worry about who's home. <laughs> very, very <laughs> extremely very, true. Very hard to be Man, Made it work. Not, made it work, right. <laughs> made you, it work. You find <laughs> life um, um, do not finds miss those a way. Things. Do yeah. not miss those Don't days. Don't miss those days at all. No, no. I like being able to fuck in my own bed as loud as I want. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, neighbors be damned. You just, it's just nice to be able to come all over your own nice things. And, right, you know, exactly. Whatever, you know. Right. Yeah. Those nice yeah. things your, being... Anime figurines. <laughs> your partner. <laughs> <laughs> anime figurines and a hairbrush you stole from someone you work with. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know... <sighs> Yeah, right, you know. your keyboard, your own shorts, right. <laughs> the back of your laptop screen, the cat, <laughs> just a weird puddle in the floor you keep adding to. <laughs> Shoebox. <laughs> also, my cum box. Hey, my, oh, this is just my a designated this? cum box. <laughs> just my cum box. <laughs> I uh, think we talked about the Combux on this podcast uh, before, but it, it's you, a piece of Reddit legend. You know what? You know what I hate is is this is the moment of the show that that usually gets made in the title, but we can't possibly use this for the title. <laughs> right, no, there's no way. Yeah, I refuse to mention Combux on the title. How about how about Maslow's hierarchy of ejaculation? <laughs> Yeah. Right. You start you start like into a tissue like a normal. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, right. Well, like in the woods, you probably just right on the ground there. Right, if you're right. lucky enough, you you can evolve into ejaculating into an actual woman. Right. <laughs> or you know, an, an uh, actual some, woman. Some kind of flesh and blood animal. Right, right. <laughs> 
you know, as long as it, as long oh. as you know it's the genuine article. Well, you gotta find like a consenting animal. Sure, yeah. sure. You gotta, you gotta find like, I mean, yeah, they, good they luck, got, buddy. Like a they, horse that's like, yeah. I mean, you know, they got they got gorillas that can talk in sign language. They got right. parrots that can do words. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say "pull my hair" in sign language? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not I, sure. I think the universal side is is just like, yeah. and the faster they do it, the more you're doing for the people listening. The standard pointer finger in whole finger. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. If you're trying to hit on a deaf girl and, and she's like going like this aggressively, right? It's like it's you know. Well, if she's doing it like that, you've like, waited way too long. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> or furious. Oh. Or she may be a stalker, right. which, yeah. which is something to consider. Man, this got weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you start with you, right. You well, just, there, you just jerk off. Well, in your hand. well we're talking about the intermediate uh, 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 third and a half level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nothing. It's like, yeah. It's like right there in between three and uh, right. uh, three and four. Uh, just yeah. like or two and three. Uh, three, three and four. Three right is, on the three boobs, is, you know. Three right. is relationships and intimacy. Four is esteem and pride and accomplishment. Yeah, three and a half on the yeah on the tips. Sounds about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three and a half is fucking. Is it, man. Incidentally, why is that a thing? It's so weird, isn't it? Like. What I mean, like, like what, fucking people, people coming on tits, coming on tits. You know what I mean? It is weird. It's, it's weird. A, Think it, about it. It's for a, a gesture minute. of dominance. I, I, is I it? guess is that what it's, it is? It's a dominance thing. I'm sure it is. It, it's um, it's something that only really ever happens. I feel in like porno. it's our reptile brain not knowing how reproduction works. Maybe. No, 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 no. I, I, I think really it. No, honest, it makes so so much sense that way. It's like your your body. Doesn't know what things are, but it does pattern recognition to think that oh, maybe ooh, like those soft things. That, yeah, right. Those breasts look kind of like a butt, which, which incidentally, which that is an actual that's the whole theory. reason cleavage is a thing. Yeah, that's actually an actual reason why humans are human males are. Oh, well, I guess some women too are attracted to cleavage. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just that's because, the reason people are attracted to cleavage. Well, that's just because Cleveland like rocks. <laughs> That's just because Cleveland rocks, uh, uh, and all those all those little chicks with the crimson lips, you know, <laughs> attracted, so, living in attracted to Cleveland. So we're we're attracted to Cleveland because we because it it's a, it looks like a butt, you yeah, know? right, and, well, and that, which is a weird thing to actually realize, <laughs> but it is kind of that's what I mean by the reptile brain doesn't know how reproduction works, and it just kind of sees that and goes. Well, fuck, that's where it goes, man. Let me stick it on those but, tricks. <laughs> but I but I think also it, it really is kind of a dominance thing. I think it really I think it might I, be a little bit of both. I think it Maybe. really is just like just like dumping oh, yeah, right. dump, dumping your protein on on But if it's just about dominance, why don't you just want to come on everybody? I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you. <laughs> We're gonna have to call I just, it like I like, don't. I don't want another jizzy episode title. <laughs> right. we're, I'm gonna no, avoid it. No, we're 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 gonna, we're oh, gonna manly things. Let me jizz on your face. Ugh. No, we're we're, <laughs> we're gonna call it masculinity or uh, attracted uh, to Cleveland. Naturally, <laughs> attracted to Cleveland. There you go. Yeah, that's that's on my list right now. Attracted to Cleveland. But yeah, no, that's I I think that is like a, I don't know about the dominance angle that might exist. 
I think it is a I, thing. That's a bit. It's, it's definitely it's, a thing. Definitely it's, a dynamic of it's sexuality. It's definitely a thing. I don't think that act existed before video pornography. I don't think that was a thing before. That's that. an interesting question. Yeah, it might be right. I don't. It might be right. I, I think it appeals to the to the inherent notion of of pornographic material that you know the women is the woman the women is the women is the women is the woman the woman is three dudes show we tell you what the women is the women the women is great my come on the fuck is that voice the the Jesus Christ. This episode is dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, the woman is a vehicle for your fantasy and eventual climax. Yeah, in yeah. pornography, that's the whole thing. It's a distorted that's, sexual universe. Yeah. Exactly. It, it that's use that's the either. thing. It's distorted. Yeah. It yeah. is it is absolutely distorted. And I and I I think too that this sort of idea wouldn't have existed prior to like sexual liberation of like the sixties yeah. and seventies, you know, sure. like, like, I mean, I don't know. Can you imagine your great granddad coming on your great grandma's tits? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. You want like, me to picture? I can picture it. Right like, now. like is that a, that? is that a thing that happened? Do you think, uh, do you think that's something? I mean, we know they Jane, were, they were not attractive people. Well, we, we've, I'll, we've established previously that James Joyce was kind of a freak. Do you yeah. think he came on uh, Nora's yes. tits? I'll put it into context for you to say this. Blowjobs are a relatively <laughs> recent phenomenon. No. Yes, they existed, but not in this country and not very often. And it was literally Deep Throat that made that a thing that people did in this country. You, you mean literally Deep Throat, the informant from the Watergate scandal? <laughs> nope. Try Wait, again. I'll think, give you another chance. You think James Joyce's farts smelled like bacon ears? <laughs> I don't know what his farts smelled like, but I know his wife's farts definitely smelled like the bacon in Oh, they must have smelled incredible for him to f- fucking oh, yeah. write. I bet they smelled like buttered popcorn and <laughs> sure. chocolate sundaes. What was James doing? Buttered popcorn and Finnegan's Wake. <laughs> yeah, Finnegan's, Finnegan's Wake. The, the wake isn't like a funeral thing. It's just the fart that he leaves in his, in his trail as he... <laughs> Right, it's like Finnegan's. Uh, yeah, it's literally the wake. Yeah, the wake the, of his. Farts. Yeah, it's his. Ba- the the disturbance and ripples that he leaves in the air as he passes by. What has happened to this conversation? <laughs> so, um, okay, so what, we, no, please. What, what was the What was the question you were trying to pause? I already don't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Blowjobs. Blow we're talking right, about yeah, blowjobs. So that's the thing. Is like there you're, was you're a time. A <laughs> It's where you get a blowjob while you're taking a shit. <laughs> so listen. It's on Urban Dictionary. On. Look it up. That's the dream. About to school you on blowjobs for a second, but that's a real thing. That it was not. Not that it didn't. <laughs> oh it's over. This, this is over. No, no, go, ahead. Please, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Please school no, me on blowjobs. No, but, but that's the thing. Is like Not that it didn't exist as a sex act. <laughs> but it not did. here. Uh, it, it existed... Quietly, <sighs> it was not in vogue. People almost definitely did it, but they didn't talk about it. It wasn't considered a sexy thing to talk about. All of a sudden, this recontextualizes the blowjob from yeah. like, America, right? Yeah, it's a surprising thing. What recontextualizes the movie Deep Throat? The the porno. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where not, not the literal journalist? What, what, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. 
Well, um, where where was where was this movie made? Here. It was made here. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the you, thing is, have be, you ever seen Deep? You've never was seen it, was it made before the Watergate scandal? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it so that's was. Where, that's where they got the name Deep Throat because it was popular during that time. Yeah, I did not. know. I yeah. thought it was just because like he used a voice changer. <laughs> no, no, they got that from the porno. Right. Uh, the, the incidentally, if you've never seen Deep Throat, which, which I, I would recommend, you've never seen Deep Throat. No. I would recommend it. That in the uh, Debbie Does Dallas, you gotta watch those classic porno flicks. <laughs> does, does, um, does it got like the the classic like seventies muff? The oh yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> okay. The the, okay. The, the the plot of Deep Throat. <laughs> the plot. Of, the plot. <laughs> the air quotes no, around seriously, plot. I'm not joking. No, the, but there is the, um, the, naturally the plot of Deep Throat is that this woman has uh, a clitoris in the back of her throat. <laughs> Which is why she's. I'm Wait, serious. Really? I'm serious. Holy I did not know that. We're gonna have, uh, seriously, that's, pretty, never, that's uh, pretty fucking avant garde. Am, am I man. really the only one here who's never seen Deep Throat? Yeah. Or who has? Yeah. Who has, has seen. Yeah. No, I've never. Yeah, I've no. never seen. We're gonna have to watch it. No. Did not realize. We're gonna. That. that would be a really fun Sunday Friends day. Watch Deep Throat. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know how fucking stupid I am. Before I even learned of the Watergate scandal, the only place I'd ever heard Deep Throat was Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Remember when how Gray Fox contacts you to warn you about the invisible mines? And he, he says, just call me Deep Throat. And Snake goes, Deep Throat, you mean the informant from the Watergate scandal? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's... And you're like, what? Okay, yeah. whatever. Just yeah. lost by it. They repeat that gag. They repeat that in, uh, uh, not gag. They repeat that in Metal Gear Solid 2. And, and the ninja just says, Mr. X, then. <laughs> nice. Speaks with a Russian accent, yeah. which is a clue as to the ninja's actual identity in, in 2. But uh, anyway, yeah, that I, I, I learned I learned about Deep Throat from Metal yeah. Gear Solid before I learned about it from <laughs> yeah, Watergate. No, no, well, but <laughs> Thanks, yeah, they, American education. <laughs> they got they got the name from the porno, which is something I learned in history class. Yeah. Which you had is, a better history teacher. Yeah, I, I had a great history teacher. I wonder great if um, history teacher. now that we know the identity of Deep Throat, because yeah. he like actually revealed it like two weeks before he died. Yeah, yeah. it was like. What was it like? His assistant security advisor? Yeah, which is great because uh, I just read this on Cracked last night. Nixon fought for that guy uh, at some point in the <laughs> '80s when the dude was on trial and for some other thing. And he was ratting about the entire exactly. Wow. And Nixon sent him. Uh, I remember reading that Nixon sent him a letter that said when when he finally beat whatever charges he was up against in the '80s, he's, he sent him a letter that said, you know, finally justice prevails or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, you know, 20 years later, we're finding out. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, right. Mark Felt. That's Mark it. Felt. Mark, Mark Felt. Mark Felt. Oh, oh, are we, what time are we at, incidentally? We're running, we're running up against time, actually. And okay. then, and then it was, here. We can... it was only after he passed that Woodward and Bernstein said, yeah, it was him. It was yeah. Mark Felt all along. Right. Uh, Mark, sorry, Nixon. Uh, Mark Felt, what uh, what exactly did he I'm do? I'm not I'll, sorry. Fuck well, Richard. I'll, I'll look it up during the break and, and <laughs> sure. find out exactly yeah. what he what he did, what his position in the administration was. But but yeah, what a what a fascinating fucking thing. But anyway, uh, go on about this woman with the clitoris in her throat. Oh no, it's just, we're just. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna have to watch the movie. We're just gonna have to make that happen. <laughs> oh sure, I did sure. not know Classic that was porno. the plot, yeah, which is that, very weird. And Debbie does Dallas. If you've never seen Debbie does Dallas, you gotta. That's a. Can I talk about like like. You can't be a real man unless you go down on your woman. Seriously. Oh hell yeah! I mean, like, wi- like women, like the blowjob, as you said, is is like an intrinsically sexual thing. Now it didn't yeah. used to be, but it is it is totally now. And again, it is it is sort of a, a symbol of affection. And, and yet, yeah. there's still guys. 
that are not willing to go down. I would rather. Why the hell not? I would rather. I would rather give head to a woman than get head. True story. I'm about 50-50. A uh, true story. No, I'd rather. I'd please, ra- please explain giving head to a woman. No, it's just the same expression. Thing. It's the same it's thing. It's your head. Right. The head in giving head is your head. No, giving head is the head no, of your not, cock. It's not the That's penis not that, head. It's, it's the, the head that you are putting against someone's genitals. No, 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 no. no. Uh, no, no, the expression works both ways. Yeah. yeah. When you say giving head, you mean you're putting your face against someone's your head there. See, I see. I call it diving, or or or, <laughs> or, or just going down. Yodeling, yeah. going down. Yodeling in the valley, <laughs> whistling through the wheat field. <laughs> but yeah, that's tiptoeing that, through the tulips. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> um, It is about time for us to take a break. Yes. Let's yeah. Um, we will uh, go wash the cunny juice out of our mouths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cunny. cunny. The cunny juice. Cunny. Um, isn't, that, isn't that a great word? Cunny. Cunny. Is your mouth all gummed up with cunny, cunny juice? juice? I asked your question. <laughs> I said I seen it, sir. We will take a quick break here, yes. and we will be right back with yes. more Three Dudes Show in just a minute. Smoking and drinking. Smoking <laughs> and drinking. And going down. You're right. Smorping and cunny and, uh, lingus. Yeah, that, that thing. All right, bye. Who, who you been into lately? <laughs> Ha-ha. Hey, we're back. We're back. <laughs> hey, everybody, how's it going? We're back. You ain't got the answer, Sway. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 Man, we had a real weird break there. Yeah, we did. Yeah. A whole yeah. lot of um, things happened. I just Mostly, I, the, the biggest thing that happened, we are wrestling with the the terrifying prospect that, that the Pazone is not a thing anymore. The Pazone is still a thing. I got it the other day. I went I went into that fucking pizza. Where is I picked it? up. The goddamn. Well, it was on the, but it was like on the menu before. This is the kind of stuff that keeps us up at night. <laughs> this is. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what day I ordered it. it. Like, was it a day of the week that I did this? Was it a fucking? It must have been. <laughs> God, you know what I mean. You was mean it like a was day it a special day? You mean a special day? Right. Like. I don't know. I don't. I don't. We're gonna know. find out. The the thing is, there exists a horrifying possibility that the Pazone has been retired. Technically, it's been retired for several years. It just happened to be on right. the menu. There's other people that haven't been able to get it since for, 2014. Exactly. Right. I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm holding out some hope. But anyway. So anyway, anyway, it's about time for us to talk about recommendations. Yes. Who wants to go? Uh, I'll go. I got two of them this week. Do it. Uh, number one, anybody get your beers ready. Beers. Um, we lost a, a rock and roll giant the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vinnie Paul Abbott from Pantera, the oh, second, that's the right. second uh, Abbott oh, brother, no. mm-hmm. um, drummer for Pantera. I remember reading Clan. that and thinking about you. Actually, hell yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean, the thing is, like the I Abbott brothers are like the the Van Halen brothers of this generation, right? Yeah, right. So they are mm-hmm. like giants as f- in hard rock and heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard enough when uh, Dimebag Daryl died, who was right. the best guitarist of his of his time, uh, incredible guitar player. Vinnie Paul, uh, top candidate for best drummer of his time. Um, 
So yeah, uh, Vinnie Paul is 59 <clears throat> years old. It was uh, massive, described as a massive heart attack. Um, oh God, just that phrasing always upsets me. Massive heart attack. When yeah. they say massive, it's like, oh boy. That means like there's no, you know, massive implying you know the end. You know, mm-hmm. like there's there's right. not a lot you can do about it. Um, but yeah, uh, so we lost Vinnie Paul Abbott, uh, which really sucks. I'm going to get, I'm going to get real nerdy here. Mm -hmm. Um, when Dimebag died in 03, when he was shot, um, a couple really cool thing, things happened. Uh, heavy metal funerals are famously really cool affairs. I bet. Um, so when Dimebag Daryl died, uh, he's an enormous Kiss fan. He's got his Kiss Army tattoo. On you know on his shoulder, uh, Vinnie Paul too. They're both enormous Kiss fans. Huh. Um, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley donated uh, because you can't get Kiss caskets anymore. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Kiss caskets. No, that was the thing. You if you were a Kiss cas- Kiss fan, they commissioned twelve hundred caskets, like a Kiss casket that you could buy and get buried what? in, and Holy it would play shit. rock and roll all night. You know, what? when you were, I'm, I'm not joking. You, it would play rock and roll all night when you got lowered into the ground. It was like, and it's, a, oh, it's wow. like, it's not a fucking cheap thing, right? This is like, the, I wouldn't, this is the real fucking deal. This is not some cheap hokey. I mean, it's, it's silly and hokey, but like they <laughs> fucking went on. Like, I'm sort of like, okay, capitalism maybe is and it's bad. Fu- right. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Abbott brothers, huge Kiss fans. Uh, you, Kiss caskets aren't something that you can get anymore. Yeah. Uh, so when Dimebag Darrell was shot, uh, Gene Simmons donated uh, from his personal collection, not just any Kiss casket, but the first Kiss casket, the prototype <laughs> Kiss casket. No So Dimebag Darrell's bar- buried in the Kiss casket, wow. like the first one. Uh, Eddie Van Halen at Dimebag Darrell's funeral famously took the Van Halen 2 guitar, the, the Bumblebee guitar, the black and... Yellow stripe ones oh, from yeah, yeah, the yeah. back of Van Halen too. Yeah. The guitar and put it in the casket with him. No shit. Is it saying oh. an original should have an original? Uh, and oh. it, it was buried. Oh. It's, like, it's like nerding out, right? Yeah, hits you right. It, right. Hits you right in the so, heart. So mm. Dime is buried with that. Uh, uh, Vinnie Paul Abbott again. There's no more Kiss caskets left. You can't get them anymore. So Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons pulled their money together and personally commissioned. A, a kiss casket for Finney Paul Abbott to be buried next to his brother in. Oh, I'm wow. sure. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that it was it, such a massive financial expenditure for, right, two, I know. for two men who swim in like diamond <laughs> encrusted swimming. Yeah, pool. right. In my head, I thought you were going to say that, uh, you know, uh, what, uh, 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 Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley chose to be lowered into his grave with him. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no more kiss caskets, they decided to bury themselves alive. Nothing is more metal than that, <laughs> to be fair. But yeah, uh, there it, it is, the kiss casket. No shit. Yeah, that's a real that's a real thing there. <laughs> wow, it's pretty cool, right? You know, oh man! So I've had a we chance. We live in a land of plenty. That's, that's a little campy for me, but yeah. I mean, hey, if you, that, if, you, cool, if you love right? what you love, only twelve hundred oh. of them. You got to yeah. figure that few people probably spent a pretty penny. Oh, they're expensive, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were privately donated from the Kiss collection. Yeah, uh, and then Vinnie Paul Abbott had his, uh, you know, custom made. Uh, at the expense of uh, of Kiss, <clears throat> the thing which is, is like, really cool. Kiss is also not an especially like death obsessed or like no. I mean they're they're not like metal in the way that other people are metal. They're like kind of pop metal, yeah, right? for sure. And, oh, for sure. So it's like of all things to like the Kiss casket. Like why not a what like why not a Black Sabbath casket? 
That would be really cool. I'm fucking with that. I'm all yeah. about that. If you're telling oh, me Tony yeah. Iommi and Ozzy <laughs> pulled together and did a Black Sabbath casket, I'm I'd bury all myself about that. that life. I'm yeah. All about that life. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know. That being said, uh, we lost Vinnie Paul, which sucks. Sure. So one of my recommendations this week, I've uh, I've previously recommended a Pantera album on here before. It was um, uh, 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 Vulgar Display of Power, I think, is the one I recommend. Yeah, you sure did. did. Um, so I'm going to recommend the, the album that made them famous. Uh, the first one that most people heard. It's an album called Cowboys from Hell mm. from 1992, which is like the start of Pantera getting very heavy. Uh, you know, featuring songs like, of course, Cowboys from Hell, one of the heaviest, you know, chug along kind of riffs. Uh, Cemetery Gates, the best power ballad ever. <laughs> uh, Domination, uh, uh, Primal Concrete Sledge. <laughs> it's a great heavy metal name. Primal Concrete yep. Sledge. Yes, uh, the art of shredding. This is this is like this is Pantera getting heavy. Right. Is what this album is, uh, and there's some pretty cool shit on there. So dig what, that what one. A cool name. Yeah. Cowboys from Hell. Cowboys from Hell. What an yeah. incredibly cool name. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's fucking cool, man. It's full of all the shreddy goodness that you'd expect. Uh, and, uh, you know, listen for Vinny, man, because uh, Vinny drives that record forward in every Pantera record. Yeah. Uh, second recommendation I want to make. Uh, briefly, I watched another one of my favorite movies again the other night because uh, my lovely fiance had not seen it. Mm -hmm. um, it's a it's kind of a I guess it's sort of a B movie, but it's got, you know, sort of an A-list cast. It's uh, it's uh, it's called B-movie. <laughs> <That's> right. right. <laughs> what could it what could it be? <laughs> um, yeah, um, it, it's uh, it's the movie Identity. It's a 2003 movie called Identity uh, starring John Cusack and Ray Liotta. And uh, a very young Amanda Peet, a lot of people, actually. OK. Um, Loosely based off of the uh, loosely uh, based off of the Agatha Christie novel, um, and then there were none. Um, hmm. uh, the idea is certainly taken, you know, from that story. Um, but it, it, as it stands, it's a it's a pretty nifty uh, cult cult classic B movie mm -hmm. um, with one of the greatest endings to any movie ever, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and it's just it's it's basically. There's a couple things going on, and I don't want to get into them without spoiling anything for people who haven't watched it. But uh, yeah, basic premise: uh, ten people come together under various circumstances, and they meet at this hotel, and then people start dying, and it becomes clear to everybody that people are dying in order for a reason, and they're not clear what that reason is. That's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, and the movie's called Identity for a big for a uh, you know. Like, For what will become an obvious reason. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is not <clears throat> what you're thinking, right. if that makes sense. I, I'm, sure. not, I'm not giving anything away by saying that. But <laughs> check that one out. I don't want to spoil anything because it's a really cool movie with a really cool ending. I'm with this. It's, this is a cool wreck. I'm it's, with this. It's a, it's a popcorn muncher of a movie. It's on HBO Go right now. You can actually just watch it on HBO Go. Um, so it's like <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's one of those movies where you just... It's actually pretty pretty smartly written um, and pretty well acted uh, all around. Uh, it's just a popcorn muncher. It's a really cool that sounds awesome. niche market kind of movie. One of my favorite movies. I love a good story, and this is a good story. Uh, a 
textbook example of the three act structure and how to do it. Yeah. This movie's only like an yeah. hour and a half long and it <coughs> nails the three act structure. Perfect. Identity. I'm yeah. really into this. Identity. This is, a, this, is, this see, is the kind of wreck I need more in my life. Yeah. Now, see, when 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 you hear the title Identity and you, you got it's a whodunit. Mm-hmm. You, you immediately figure identity refers to the killer's identity. Right, like every, the killer. Every, everything is a clue to the killer's identity. But you're saying that's not what that means. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, well, I kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Mm, I can't. I, I don't want to say anything without you guys seeing the movie. Sure, uh, it's yeah. it's worth um, a watch. I'm gonna I watch, watch this tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely will well, watch this again tonight. I, I mean, I'll hey, watch it before I go to sleep no, tonight, okay. at least. I mean, hey, I'll I'm, be in your bed and watch it with you. Well, yeah, naturally, we're going to spoon and watch this movie. Yes, what are you talking about? Of course. Hey, I'm I'm unemployed now. I can be up as late as I want. That's right. <laughs> I, when I, you're unemployed, weekends are meaningless. Yep. <laughs> Funny things about the weekends when you're unemployed, they don't mean quite so much. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to watch... This movie, it's if, a good movie. If not here, then at some point in the future. It's good, yeah, that's a good flick. We got it's we got to at least a little time tonight too. Well, uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna do best of the worst later. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, right. but assuming assuming we don't watch it together, I'm definitely gonna let watch me, it. Let me add a reminder to myself to find this movie tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, identity parentheses movie. <laughs> In parentheses. New parentheses. I like that you guys are listening to me talk (laughs) while I'm writing a reminder to myself. When I was in eighth grade, we went to the park and my cousin and I touched weed. (laughs) I don't know what that's from. Anyway. South Park. Uh, It's always South Park. It's always South Park. Anyway, uh, Ben, what would you like to recommend to us? Um, I I have uh, a couple recommendations. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep very brief. Um, being unemployed, I've had a lot more time to play video games. Right. <laughs> uh, being that I, I set my own wake up time and it's nice. Uh, uh, my <coughs> first recommendation is XCOM. In X- yeah. XCOM. In XCOM, you are in command of a... You were investigative journalist, Miles. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I should have seen it coming. Yeah, it, it doesn't get old. Um, Some people know what that is. Some people know what that is. XCOM uh, uh, revolves around you being in charge of an international special forces research uh, uh, technology... It's, it's this entire organization with its own armed special forces division devoted to repelling an ongoing alien invasion. So cool. XCOM becomes activated after an incident uh, in which aliens come and, and they they cause an incident aliens. in Germany. And so XCOM becomes activated and and you got to research <laughs> new technologies. You got to try and capture aliens alive. Um uh, uh, the the base phase of the game is is about you know researching and building technologies, maintaining your base and expanding your base. Yeah. Uh, and then the the action phase of the game revolves around a, it's a, like a turn based uh, tile strategy game uh, where you command uh, your squad of soldiers and you'll get attached to these people. And it, it's, it's not advised because XCOM sure. is fucking hard. Yeah. XCOM is difficult as hell and right. your soldiers will die, but there will be storylines that, that come up around them in the current game I'm playing. Uh, I have a Ukrainian medic. Uh, it will auto generate nicknames. You can change the nicknames at any time for these soldiers and, and their names and their appearances. You can customize your soldiers. 
Um, but the the nickname it auto generated for this for this medic of uh, uh, Vasily or no uh, Vanya Vanya Zaitsev, this Ukrainian medic. Yeah. Uh, his his nickname is Mister Clean, and I can't think of a better name for him, especially because he is terrifying. He is very very trigger happy. Okay. He's very very good at killing aliens. Maybe even more so than he is at being a medic. <laughs> <laughs> like he I, I got I got him like this master chief helmet. He's got like a full face visor. So he's he's just like this faceless, angry slav running around <laughs> laser gunning aliens and occasionally healing a squad. Nice. He's a terrifying man. And his nickname is Mr. Clean. <laughs> Vanya, Mr. Clean, I'd say. Um, yeah, there, there are these storylines that that will develop around your soldiers that, you know, it'll be it'll all be in your head. You know, it's all the random yeah. machinations of the game. But. It's it's great. It's great fun. It's very very hard. It's very very difficult. Um, but it's a it's a great fun challenge. It does seem like, from what I know from people who play this game, that it's it's tough. It's, it's tough but it is really rewarding. Like there's it is, a reason people keep playing. This it is game. extraordinarily rewarding when when a plan comes together. It's yeah. just mag fucking nificent. Nice. I I've got a veteran sniper, a Brazilian guy who who is like he's got a protege, this German woman who's who's also a sniper. Uh, uh, a chrysalid, this this like insect legged thing with like blades for legs, uh, came around and flanked him, and uh, he's like in cover, aiming down this alleyway, and this fucking thing comes up from the side. My this protege sniper had Overwatch on him though, which gives you a free sh- uh, reaction shot on anything that moves in your field of vision. So she just whips around and s- snipes this alien over his shoulder <laughs> and saves his fucking life. Sweet, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. It, it was it was the Sweet. most fortunate thing I could have hoped for. It's fucking badass. Um, XCOM, it's fantastic. There's already a sequel out, and there's yeah. an expansion pack for the first game. Uh, what you're looking for is XCOM Enemy Unknown. The expansion is XCOM Enemy Within. That's what I was going to ask. Is Because I know that uh, I, I recently, not recently, like about a year ago, I bought a Humble Bundle that had a whole lot of these. Yeah. And I wanted um, to know which one you were thinking of. Enemy Unknown is the is the base game. Enemy Within is, is uh, if you play it, play Enemy uh, Within. Um, it's the expansion. It start. It it's the base game, but it adds more features. It adds like like cybernetics and genetic modification for your soldiers, and it's Sweet. it's super cool. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, XCOM, check it out. Uh, nice. My next recommendation is Final Fantasy X. I started playing the HD remaster. Oh, yeah. uh, it's good. It's super good. Uh, it's corny. It's very oh yeah. It's very hot topicy. You know, it's very early two thousands. Uh, PlayStation 2 classic. But, man, its combat Fantasy system is... Ten. Final Fantasy X. It's the one with uh, Titus, the one with the sword made out of water. Mm. Is it the one with the guy with the yellow shirt? Yeah, that's him. Uh, he, he plays... All right. plays a cool. He did okay. Yeah, made up... Uh, he looks like Meg Ryan. He plays a made-up... <laughs> plays a made-up sport called Blitzball. Right. Uh, which is played entirely... It's underwater soccer, and, and people in Final Fantasy X can hold their breath indefinitely. Are you playing with my butt ball? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll do it just now. i got to learn you how to play butt ball. <laughs> what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to learn you how to play butt ball. Step one, never tell your parents. <laughs> Sorry. Some so, people definitely know what yeah. that is. So the combat's real nice and technical. It's got like an elemental, you know, rock, paper, scissors-ish system. And uh, each 
uh, character has their own has their own specialty. Like you know, if you if you pay attention in seven, you know, like you know, clouds are heavy hitter. Uh, Tief is your crit cannon. Eris is your right mage. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of same deal with with ten. Um, very very solid combat system. And and honestly, now that I'm playing through it again as a thirty year old man, uh, as opposed to when I first played it, probably when I was fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Uh, the the story honestly still holds up. It's pretty. It's a pretty you know good story that kind of kind of gets you when it when it needs to. Was this originally released on the PS2? It was. I thought so. Yeah. It seemed about right. Um it it had a sequel called Final Fantasy 102 2, right. X2. Yeah, I did not care for that at the time. No, it's it's um from what I hear it's not anywhere near as good as the as the first one. And I'm playing it now because I never beat Final Fantasy X. I got stuck on a boss fight. So now I'm going through older and wiser and, and knowing more about how to play yeah. uh, RPGs and, and RPG battle systems and whatever. Um, my last recommendation is if you ha- happen to have a copy, Morty. You got a threefer. I got a threefer. We've never had this, a threefer this on is, this podcast. This is going to be extremely brief. <laughs> Rainbow Six Vegas 2 is on Steam. Oh, good game. You can get a, a VPN service like Hamachi or Evolve and play Rainbow Six Vegas 2 co-op. Um, you can play the entire campaign cooperatively, and mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Uh, what's Via even, VPN? V, uh, through VPN. You treat it like a LAN game, and it and it, no shit. it works through VPN. Because oh. um, the servers are down now. Rainbow Six Vegas 2 is is actually um, it's actually probably about 10 years old. Yeah. yeah it's, it's That's an old... fucked up. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, Rainbow two. Six Vegas 2. Yeah. Is is probably is is approaching ten years old if it's yeah, not already ten. The first one was like oh five oh six. I remember the first one came out. That's yeah. fucked up, um, Bordy. So uh, uh, it's on Steam. If you get someone to play it with, play it over uh, VPN and and just do it through LAN. Uh, um, but it's fun because uh, well, first of all, you can get like a fully unlocked save file, so you don't need to like. Uh, go through the rigmarole. It's a real fucking grind yeah. of unlocking all the armor and all the weapons. Uh, so you can just get like a fully leveled up save file, get it, customize your character, and then go in with a friend on VPN and play through the entire campaign co-op. And it's pretty fucking fun. <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a pretty Ooh. it's a pretty evolved cover shooter oh, yeah. uh, with a lot of different tactical options, and it's just really cool. It's a good old tactical time. Rainbow Six yeah. Vegas Two on Steam. Those yeah. games are too cool. They are yeah. really good. Oh, they're super good. They're super fucking good. Most Tom Clancy games are very good. They are right. There's I, not any horrible ones, right? N- no, no, no. Really, I mean, no. like they're usually at least fun. Some of them are excellent, but there's not any really horrible ones. Um, I found out the hard way that uh, trying to play Chaos Theory through the same means uh, using a VPN to emulate LAN uh, results in frequent disconnects because there's there's a uh, you can't do it through LAN. There's a bug in Chaos Theory that prevents you from doing it. It'll disconnect you about a minute into any mission you choose. Boo. Which sucks. Boo. Yeah. Um, Chaos Theory is fucking good. Chaos Theory is God. maybe one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, oh, top ten. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I've, I've been in a real Tom Clancy mood. I've been playing Siege with, with my friend from Montreal. I, I am going to be playing more Siege, hopefully, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Vegas 2. It's on Steam. Play it 
overlaying through VPN. What's the one? Was it Ghost Warfighter that was like a first-person game? Ghost, Re- Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Oh, I used to play the fuck out of that game. The first the first game, uh, the AI wasn't great. No, it wasn't. Um, they improved on it in the second game, from what I understand. But I, I, those are also games I have to beat. I've been work. I've taken the opportunity to be working through my backlog, which is why I have so many video game recommendations now. Right. Uh, <laughs> I remember thinking um, that game looked really cool, but I feel like I played a demo of it, and, and the controls were just really difficult. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter expects a lot of tactical input from the player with a very limited interface, yeah. um, which is one of the reasons why why <laughs> some bias here, but Tom Clancy games are generally better when played on PC. Sure. Um, generally speaking. Now, that's not always the case. Uh, but generally... Tom yeah. Clancy games are better when they're played on the PC. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's Most like a franchise that is rooted deeply in like kind of a simulation kind of simulation. angle, right? Like right. everything is based all the Tom Clancy games essentially are kind of sims at heart, even if they don't Absolutely. really play out that way. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, PC's um, really where that lives. My I, I think my my exception to that would probably be Hawks. Mm. Uh Hawks is probably better if played I mean, you can play it on PC with a console controller, but it, but it's definitely it's certainly you definitely a, want joysticks. Yeah, it, absolutely, absolutely do. I've tried to play it with a mouse, n- nothing doing. No. Uh, uh, and then probably the other one, uh, maybe the first and second Splinter Cells, but the third Splinter Cell, uh, Chaos Theory is yeah. is ideally played with a mouse and keyboard for reasons that. Uh, uh, you'll understand when you play it. Right. I will say that <clears throat> Chaos Theory, I, the first time I played Chaos Theory was on the Xbox, the original Xbox. Yeah. Um, and the controls on the original Xbox are incredibly tight. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. And then when I got it for PC, it was even better. Yeah. I've never had a game do that where it's like, oh, God. I mean, it's... There's, it was already good and It's then fucking... It's so fluid on, on the controller. And then you get mouse and PC and you can really get precise with it 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 takes it takes a little getting used to especially if you're if you're new to pc gaming and don't have any like pc first person shooter experience yeah um but with a with a couple creative uh key bindings yeah chaos theory becomes in very very intuitive on pc yeah um yeah uh my fourth recommendation will just be chaos theory then (laughs) and moving on to (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I have one very straightforward, simple recommendation. You boys probably know what it is. Because we watched a little bit of it tonight. <laughs> Deep Throat. Deep Throat. <laughs> the porno that changed America. No, not that. Um, uh, teeth is the porno that <laughs> changed right, America. Right. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. 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 The no. 2016 election. Why would I do that? Is the porno that... I want to talk about something called Joe Pira talks to you. <laughs> I've, um, I've been exposed to scant uh, two episodes of this. Just tonight. a wee bit of this tonight. What <laughs> this the, is? The wee baby Seamus. Uh, this this is Adult Swim <laughs> taking a gamble on. Um, basically, I don't know the best way to put it. It's a character study. <laughs> I would say it's a character study for sure. It's also like. Adult Swim doing something that is a kind of comedy that's very subtle and light and kind of meandering and kind of slow and kind of quiet and letting that thing play out to build up to be something big. It Mm. is. It's especially quiet for... 
it's it's I think the difference between something like Joe Pira talks to you and Aqua Teen Hunger Force is that <laughs> one is meant to speak to your your being. It's meant to speak to your soul. It's meant to it's meant to find every possible way to relate to you, no matter how mm-hmm. painfully awkward it may be. Yeah. And the other is uh, what you watch when you're too stoned for SpongeBob. Exactly. <laughs> The other is a show where everything that falls on the ground explodes <laughs> at every opportunity. The best running gag in any it television really show ever. I'm so, just, continue describing Joe Pira. I, 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 yeah. I still need to find a way to explain it. I will say this to describe Joe Pira talks to you. It is a show that is nine episodes long. That is about ostensibly Joe Pira playing a alternate version of himself who lives in the upper peninsula of Michigan. He's a choir teacher and he's a very quiet and orderly man who thinks very carefully about things that may not be all that important, but are important to him. Like what is the future of casual dining was one of the, the things he thought about tonight uh, that we watched or, or, um, Oh goodness. I can't think of another example, but uh, he, he's, he's a, a man living in the Midwest having a meaningful life that is not flashy and not exciting and not loud. It's, it's a, it's a, an introspective, very Intr- sort of introspective. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it, sort of a meandering experience to watch this show. Joe Pira talks to you is an affirmation that the experience of your own personal life is important, even if it's only important to you. Right. It still carries meaning and it still right. matters <clears throat> in the grand scope of the universe. It's an affirmation of your own yeah. values and your own yeah. beliefs and and the things that you derive enjoyment from. There's an episode where he talks about what his future might look like. And it was, like, strangely comforting to me, which is that he he was saying, like, he was worried about his inability to take a photo for school without blinking his eyes. Because he always always seems to blink in the school photos. And um, after trying it a few times, he decides, you know what, Um, basically, I'm not worried about my photographic legacy. And I kind of hope that eventually I'm not remembered. And that I get to just sort of go away and be forgotten. It really is There's something about that that's like comforting. Yeah, it's very strangely very nice. comforting. It's, yeah, it, it's almost like a counterpoint to to all these memes that go around about like you know, uh, you know, uh, well, like like all these suicide memes or whatever that go around where it's where it's like, well, I guess I'll just lay here waiting to die or yeah. or you know whatever things yeah. things that are like comedically pessimistic. Yeah, this is rather like non-comedically optimistic in yeah. a, in a way that almost runs counter to like the the. There's almost sort of a pervasive hopelessness in the way that people our age and and people a bit younger, i.e., millennials, mm-hmm. uh, think about life and and yeah. its ultimate purpose. And I think Joe Pira kind of kind of answers that yeah. in a in a very pointed, yes, that's it. And if you enjoy it, then that that is all the meaning you need. Right. It's weird that comedy is so often rooted in some kind of you know, subtext nihilism. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always nihilistic. Yeah. It's, for me. It, it's it, this is like positively nihilistic. <laughs> it really is. It's 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 just like you know it, you know I could die with a fucking rock collection and it, that makes me happy and I can die happy. 
You know, yeah. it, it's it, it really it really is making magic out of the mundane. Yeah, I think no, that's exactly how I would say is that this is embracing a sort of very common and mundane world uh, that Joe Pira finds himself in. Yeah, um, it's. You know, like this. This is about finding the this show. For example, uh, is like about finding sort of wisdom and delight in things like what is the perfect breakfast food, right? Or how to be at a wedding when you don't have a date, or <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a there's an entire episode. <laughs> there's an entire episode uh, 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 dedicated to like we 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 uh, watched it tonight. It was dedicated to the rare minerals and metals of Upper Michigan. Yeah. Like what a weird thing to do. <laughs> it's I think the show takes the question of is this it and answers it with yes, this is it. And this that's is, all right. This is all of it. Yeah. Let's explore it together. Yes. I think so. In particular, I will say this before I wrap this up. There's one episode Ben and I watched it together. You didn't get to see it yet. It's called <laughs> it's called Joe Pura takes you for a fall drive. And what the idea of this episode is is um, is that every Saturday after Halloween for the last several years, Joe Pira has <laughs> taken a drive the weekend after Halloween where he like sort of experiences the majesty of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And this year he is taking his jack-o'-lantern, which always kind of freaked him out. Jack-o'-lanterns always kind of creep him out, but he's taking his jack-o'-lantern <laughs> because he's just learned that when you carve a jack-o'-lantern... You give it a piece of your soul. One one sixteenth of, one your, sixteenth soul, to be of your soul. And he feels a need to lay its spirit to rest in a proper way. Aw. Which is very sweet. Which plays out really beautifully <laughs> on the screen. So if you're listening to this and you want to watch this show at all, which I don't know if we've sold it to you or not, but the uh, Joe Pira takes you on a fall drive. It's episode three of the only season of the show. It's free on adultswim.com. Watch it. It's super good. It will regrow your soul. Aww. It does. It really does. He's it's, such a likable guy. He's just I, a I, goddamn sweet. I said sweet. before, like, I want him to be my friend. Yeah. He's just, he's just such a sweet guy. He's I, a beautiful weirdo. He I, doesn't fit in anywhere. Right. And, like, more than once watching the episode, I went, aw. Like, he's just, he's just, <laughs> he just want to be friends with him. He's just <laughs> yeah. a sweet guy. Right. Gene and I are suing each other to learn more about the legal system and also to determine if there is racial bias in the courts. <laughs> what a great weird way to end an episode. <laughs> He's just right up in the law. Right. Oh, I feel like I should be more forthcoming about the lawsuit I'm currently entangled in. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he precurse that by saying, I can't get involved in another lawsuit right yeah, now? Yeah, like halfway through the episode, he mentions another lawsuit like, he's involved like in and doesn't is, clarify it until the very end. Yeah, like it's so pressing on him that he's already in this lawsuit, but he's just doing it for fun. My favorite thing about the episode I was just talking about, the, the fall drive, is there because they're talking about Halloween things, and it is Halloween, We they cut to... Uh, Joe and his Nana and his best friend and his wife and they're all sitting in the front yard 
dressed like characters from the Matrix. And they're really good costumes. He's got like full braids. He's one of the ghosts, and so is his nana. They got like really good braids. <laughs> and uh, across from him, I assume it's like uh, uh, Morpheus and, uh, or uh, it's uh, yeah, like Neo, Neo and Trinity. And Tr- Trinity, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Neo and Trinity. And they're just like sitting there uh, in impeccable. Uh, <laughs> costumes that don't make sense. It's a really good show. Yeah. Just watch it. That's yeah. my recommendation. Watch Joe it. Pira talks to you. Joe Pira talks to you. Did we learn anything? Did boys? we? I don't. I Did learned. We? I learned like I forgot to write things. down stuff I was learning. I wrote thanks, Tom Waits or, uh, or Gary Busey, <laughs> <laughs> whoever the fuck. I learned that Ben's greatest shame is flushing gloves down the toilet, which, <laughs> which means we have fundamentally different shame. <laughs> it's a great shame I'm willing to admit. Sure. On here. Yeah, yeah, right. It's cobbled and, and yeah. inconsequential. Uh, I learned. Come, ba- come back to me. Okay. I learned, I just wrote this down. This is off mic, so no one's going to know what I'm talking about. I wrote down Pee Wee Herman's Salty Cum and Jelly Beans. Again, just to repeat, Pee Wee Herman's Salty Cum and Jelly Beans. I I learned that when we, when when the first woman is, comes into existence with a clitoris in the back of her throat, It will re- it will spark a second sexual revolution, and I am absolutely sure of this. Yes. There there will be like just mass orgies set I, to fucking. Uh, I feel like the world will go right upside down in the best possible oh way. God. Yeah, I I learned if you're if you're paying money to go see a movie that's supposed to make you laugh, you should probably try and laugh. You laugh. Yeah. Probably just laugh a little bit, just a little bit. I also wrote down Maslow's hierarchy of cum, but I don't that's remember what, that's why. What, that's what I wrote, too. I, was, I have Maslow's hierarchy of cum here, too. Yeah. You start on the ground, and then presumably you move up to a <laughs> tissue, and then you get a sock. That's it. That's yeah. what it was. I yeah, completely it's, forgot. It's, yeah. a lot like, uh, it's a lot like one of those idle, yeah, like cookie clicker. Yeah. Where you just you just start yeah. off ejaculating by clicking your mouse, and then you just you know you build up to like a napkin, and then like like the real fancy two ply yeah, toilet yeah, paper, yeah, the good stuff, right? Oh, the good, and then nice. a, and then a sock, and then a dress sock. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. A sock and then a dress sock. A dress sock. A dress sock. Keeping it classy. Yeah, right. A real nice like higher fiber count. Yeah. You know, Egyptian cotton towel. Yeah, <laughs> an argyle sock. Yeah, and then a shoebox. <laughs> and then a shoebox. And then a, naturally a cum box. And, and then an actual is. replica of an the bird puppet box. from the Muppets. And then a My Little Pony plushie. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we've learned just yeah. about enough, haven't we? And then a mason jar that you put on your. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but then you you will eventually ascend to the cum prism. The cum prism, the cum cube. Yeah, it's it's a it's a crystalline pyramid that stores all of your ejaculate. Oh, okay. Wow, wow. 
in four dimensions. <laughs> yeah, it's time to call this episode. Thank you for listening to the Dude Cast again. We will be back next week. It will be Chris's episode. Oh, it will be. Yeah, well, it's been. It will be. It's going. It's going to be. It's just about seven days. It's gonna be crass. It's gonna be me. Yeah, it's gonna be mer. It's gonna be mer. Yeah. It's we, gonna be me. We will see you in another week with another episode of the Dude Cast. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Tune in if you dare. Bitches. Bitches.